The views and opinions expressed on Red Planet are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect those of Red Planet nor any affiliated or related entities. This podcast is provided for educational purposes only. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Red Planet. Today we have an amazing podcast talking to trans creator, role-playing genius, Nicotine, about her leading a protest against Twitch by refusing to stream while Twitch advertises the awful wizard game Hogwarts Legacy. We'll also be talking about student union strikes, the awful train incident in Ohio, and more. But first, the cold open. Then I was like, that's not a hole in one. That's a hole in none. <laughs> Is that right? That yeah. sounds like that yeah. sounds like a really cool game of mini golf. Yeah. That sounds so funny. Yeah, then and everyone clapped. Did they and, clap? Yeah. And then they all just opened their wallets and just gave me their money. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was a pretty good it was a pretty good night. Not gonna lie. <sighs> If there's one thing that's better than a mule day, it's a mule and Kira day. Yeah! Welcome in, everyone. It's Red Planet. We're live. And uh, that's right. That clap, Albert Einstein. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was a true story, by the way. A it true was, story. Mm-hmm. It was a true story, mm-hmm. as is every true story that we say um, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the start of the Red Planet show. Welcome, mm-hmm. everybody, tonight. What's going on? Um... We are Red Planet. If you don't know us, I don't know what to tell you. We're, we're bad at intros. Kira did loads better than I could ever do. <coughs> so we'll start. <laughs> I'm dying. Kira, what's the most base thing you did this week? <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Uh, the most base thing I did this week. I actually forgot to write this down. There's a couple things I did. Uh, I talked to my mom about uh, trans rights stuff. That was cool. I taught her about trans rights stuff. Um, basically, I was telling her about the whole like Hogwarts legacy thing. And she was like, oh, she's a bad person. It's like, yeah, mom, she's a bad person. She's like, what? And so she was because she's horrified. Like not a lot of normies are horrified. And JK, JK Rowling is such a horrible, shitty person. It's true. Um, and my mom is not as plugged in as the rest of us. So, um, you know, like that was that was. Cool. I had a chat with her about that. Um, I also took this week off from streaming um, because I was participating in a a streamer strike of sorts um, to protest Twitch um, doing like a very aggressive ad campaign for Hogwarts Legacy, the uh, the uh, the like fascist turf game. And so um, I did that this week, led by Nicotine, who's going to be our guest today. Um, So we'll have a conversation about that. But that was. That was cool. Um, I'm and and I'm glad that I'm, I'm just. It sucks. This we can have, we're gonna have a whole conversation about this later. But um, yeah, I'm just gonna stop it there. We're gonna have a whole conversation about this later. I'm not gonna get into it. But uh, that's what I did. And um, I also this is not as base. So this is just something that I've been meaning to do. Um, I watched a few movies with my community that I've been meaning to watch for ages. Cause I'm just like one of those people where I'm like opposite of FOMO where like, if everyone's doing something, I don't want to do it. 
I just like aggressively yeah. don't want to do it. I, yeah. I knew, I think you're like that too, right? Yeah, I am yeah. like that. And you know what? I actually I'm like, you learned... can't make me do it. You can't make me do that shit. I actually learned, like, this is, you know, this, because of ADHD, when we have conversations, I rarely tell you, like, things that you're probably, you know, really, really like to hear. And one thing that I hope you'll like to hear is that I actually learned that I wasn't the only person who had that when I heard you talk about it on your stream, like, two years ago or something. Um, Oh, my God, you're a fan? I'm a fan. I'm actually a fan of Kira Chats. Can you believe it? Oh, my gosh. Little Um, Kira's a fan. Okay. A little fan a of little, fan. little 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 fan, little fan. A little fan. Um, so that's <laughs> yeah. So and it's called oppositional defiance disorder, and it's definitely comorbid with ADHD, which I think you think you have. Is that right? Oh, I 100 percent have ADHD. Like extremely and, have yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I I totally. And so does nicotine. Totally so that. this is going to be a mess of a show today. Oh hell yeah! It's going to be a disaster, and I'm, I'm so down. excited for it. Yeah, that's why I cracked open a beer for myself. I'm excited yeah. for today. This is gonna be a great yeah. stream. Um, I'm seeing I'm seeing people in the chat saying you didn't pay attention to Blade Runner, um, but that's fine because Blade Runner 20, 2049, like Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner, is one of the hardest movies to watch, especially if you've got ADHD. Okay, it's- thank you for saying that. And so what what I wanted to what I wanted to say again, this is not like a base thing I did, but you know what? There's only two of us, so I'm gonna fill the time. There's time to fill the time. Um. Not too much, Conrad. Don't worry. Don't worry. I understand. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we watched three movies that I've been meaning to watch that like everyone's seen and blah, blah, blah. So friends of mine are doing making or have made video essays examining these works. And so I'm like, I keep not watching them on stream because I keep not wanting to get them spoiled. Anyways. So I finally, finally watched, and I did this all three in a day. And by the way, I tweeted about this. So if you wanted to hang out with us, uh, you should have found me on Twitter. But in the future, you, I will also be tweeting this stuff out or just join our Discord and we can hang out and watch movies with us. I watched these three movies, Dune, the new one. Um, And I gave reviews of each. Dune. I would love uh, to hear the reviews, by the way. (laughs) Dune. Oh, we have time. I'm happy to do it. Dune, uh, Matrix, the new one. And then the new Blade, yep. yeah. And then the new Blade Runner, and and cool. There was like ten minutes between each movie. So sorry that I couldn't pay attention, rapt attention to each and every movie with my ADHD. That's chat. a lot. That's a lot. Don't be shit. ableist. Let yeah. me zone exactly. out during Blade Runner. Exactly. I can't believe everyone is being so ableist about you right? not being able to pay attention to movies. Um. Right. What did you think? What do you think of all of them? Just give us a uh, quick rundown. Quick rundown. Okay. So um, I, I did this thing after every movie where I gave like my quick review. And then I also had a quote unquote gun to the head. Re- uh, if someone put a gun in my head said, quick, tell me how, what the plot was. I'm like, ha, ah, because I never can follow plots. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I did that for each movie. It's a gun to my head. Uh, reiteration of Dune. Yeah. Very attractive people in sepia tones. With cool, like, brutalist stuff everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, like, a really attractive twink boy who yep. is from, he's, he's like, he's, like, born into this fascist thing. He's born into Israel, but he's not in the absolute most fascist Israel, but it's still fascist. It's still yeah. Israel. It's colonial. But, it's, but yeah. there's, but there's a worser, more fascist the Israel. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. And so, um, spoilers, by the way, it's just earmuffs. If you don't want to hear this, this, these spoilers, um, 
he was born into this bad Israel. They show up and they they take over from the last Israel that left for some reason. But then the last Israel shows up again. They're like, we want our we want this territory back. And then they have a war. And he also uh, his dad dies. And then he has his like voice that he starting to learn how to use. <laughs> He does have and the so does his mom. Voice. Yeah, that's and right. um, everyone's extremely attractive, but there's not enough women in it. There's not enough women in no, Dune. no, really not. not. It does no. not pass the Bechdel test, I don't think. Or maybe if it does, uh, it's like a no, no. It does for a second. It's a servant yeah. speaking to the speaking to the mother. Anyway, I think yeah, that's that's a, a damning indictment of how it's written as well. I think probably yeah. Or, I mean, like yeah. I think that there's, I I, I, I yeah. I feel like yeah. it, so. What if it's written that way? Just fucking, you know, change it. Do, but, um, do you make it better. Just make, make it, it better. better. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Mm. So that's Dune. I liked it. It was. I was very confused. Very confused. I asked a million questions. Uh. Couldn't tell a lot of the people apart. But yeah. But it was very good. And like the the dad is extremely attractive. And uh-huh. so is like the twink boy. He is extremely. Yeah. A- extremely attractive super oh. hot guys and girls and everyone's <laughs> yeah um and then he also like when he's on the run o- away from like the fact that the worser israel showed up and and killed his his less worser israel but still israel um he finds like the indigenous people and they're like hey do you want to do you want to like fight to death with one of us because if you do you then we're gonna like you and then he does that and then he kills the guy and everyone like cheers and goes, wow, you're cool now. Cause that's, that's how that system works. So that's so, how it works. That's my that's gun to the head reiter- reiteration of uh, Dune. Nice. Uh, what about, I, uh... I don't think we can have time to do all of these. <laughs> no, I don't think we do, but like you liked the other two movies, right? Yeah, I did. I did. Blade Runner. I liked the least, I think. Um, but I, I can't tell if it's because I zoned out or if it was like the end of like a really long day of like watching movies, yeah, but I, I just think. felt like, I just, I, I don't know. It's I a super wondering. it's a super hard movie to watch. And yeah. I think um, I was kind of bored. Like it wasn't enough stuff going on. It's a slow like, burn. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I really love I really love Blade Runner. Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. And I find it hard to watch. So yeah, there you go. One thing that I don't like about Blade Runner, fair, this is like kind of baked into Blade Runner. If I recall the original, which I watched like forever ago. But the the uh, representation of like a fallen, broken society as like sex work, like sex yeah, workers yeah, yeah, equate yeah. did like degeneracy or some sort of like some sort of, um, you know, like wh- lack of like civilization or some some sort of like really fascist like representation. It's just, like it's a fascist depiction of like what uh, a, a, a society that's broken looks like. And you see sure. this echo in a lot of people today that like get like very upset when they see sex workers. Like, um, well, yeah. one of the one of the replicants is a sex worker, mm-hmm. and she's like you know rebelling against the system, which is great. They are mm-hmm. they are like seen as uh, enemies and evil, uh, but I don't I don't subscribe to that ideology. Actually, um, I think the the replicants are base. They should get their. Freedom. Peanuts way more complicated than y'all give them credit for. Okay. That's right. That's right. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna put it out there. (laughs) I'm padded with all you thinking my little peanuts not complex with layers upon layers. Thank you, Kara. You're welcome. Okay, so I could talk about this this movie stuff for a while, but that's the stuff that I did this week. That's the base stuff I did this week. Cool. Mule. 
Hello. Funny that you should show up. Well, um, I know. What base things have you done this week? I, uh, oh my gosh. So um, I was chairing a meeting for the member solidarity group of Manchester Tenants Union. It's been like a while since we've had one uh, because activists get burnt out and I'm one of those activists. <laughs> mm. So, so I, uh, yeah, I basically resumed chairing the it's is it bi-weekly when it's fortnight fortnightly bi-weekly i don't know um, what a fortnight is i'm sorry okay so it's bi-weekly yeah um so it, it, we have these bi-weekly meetings where we talk about disputes and where we talk about like you know what's going on and we've got like a big recruitment drive for other activists at the moment so we're kind of focused on that we've got like a training session that we're going to do uh in a branch uh, later in the month and also on that same week we're gonna have like a, a zoom um uh, training session as well so that's gonna be really exciting i'm gonna be leading one of the training sessions uh which is wild because i've only been doing this for like a year uh and everyone seems to think i'm really good and really cool and i'm not trying to like big myself up or anything but it's like very weird um yeah, you know imposter syndrome imposter okay. syndrome yeah. i don't feel like i should be there like when i'm chairing these meetings i'm like does anybody else want to do this <laughs> you want to do that and everyone's like no i think you should do it it's like oh fuck so yeah, that's um, that's that. I think you're gonna have to start to come to the realization that you might actually be qualified. Yeah, I know. Yeah, which is like annoying. Even though because... you're not like in your, a lot of us have in our minds what a person who's supposed to be in a certain place is supposed to be like. We're never gonna fit that mold True. unless we like change ourselves aggressively to become a a very like vapid like entity that doesn't have like personhood really but it's just right. like a brand yeah um, yeah we're, we're i think we're like we're, like you're saying we're allowed to like add a bit of human emotion and soul to like the fact that we fit a role mm -hmm. and i think, I think the you have a natural i think you have a natural um uh like inclination towards certain stuff too i don't think it just requires uh, like some people it requires more time for you you just seem to have a very natural like grasp of a lot of this stuff so that's I mean, ADHD. Take it from your coworker, your co-host at Red Planet. Okay. Thank you. Come on, I'm a Beautiful, Red Planet co-host. I appreciate that. I know you what are. I'm talking about. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Fuck it. You're right. Um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> After that, uh, me and the wonderful, beautiful Sophie from Mars, who unfortunately can't be with us today, um, was down up, I should say, from London to come and see me. Uh, and we hung out and we talked about some really cool shit. We we actually watched the movie. We watched the film Brazil because that is. A oh, I've been meaning to watch that. One of my people in my community says it's their favorite movie. Maybe it's one of you is that's here. It's so like loud. Like that's the worst thing about Brazil. I've forgotten how loud it is. Like the audio mixing is terrible. If you can find like a remastered version, definitely get that. Um, but me and Sophie were watching it and we were basically talking about how this is just, it's just a fascist representation of Britain. Uh, we actually watched it. I got reminded of it because in the Red Planet movie night, we were watching uh, A Pervert's Guide to Ideology by Slavoj Žižek. And he mentions uh, Brazil in it uh mm -hmm. and it is yeah it's very it's very overwhelming and uh it is just basically like it's a fascist dystopia but the fascist dystopia this time is britain and you know there's like some administrative errors that mean that people end up getting killed who shouldn't get killed um and uh, just all this kind of stuff all this nonsense happens it's got a terrible romance plot that just like doesn't need to happen 
Um, that's the that's probably the worst thing about it. Uh, no chemistry between the two leads at all. It's just like we're pieces of meat. Uh, you know, that's it. And like, uh, other than that, it's a great film. But Somebody clip that, by the way. Someone clip don't, that. Don't don't clip it. I'm not the first streamer to have done this. Right. Anyway, so that. Uh, what we did next that was based the next day we went on like a big walk around Manchester where I was showing Sophie like the working class um, um, you know history of Manchester we went down to a place called Fallowfield which is where the Gar- the Gaskell Garden Project remember those guys you love them do you remember them mm-hmm. the permaculture guys we went those to guys see them like um, they were a riot they were great sweet soil boys uh, we went down there and hung out uh, and it was just really nice, you know, just these really nice, chill guys just kind of like, yeah, we just grow veg here and like feed the community. It's great. It's so fun. And it was really relaxing. Um, and then what else? We we went on a walk around Rushome. I showed her like the Curry Mile, which is like basically a place where a lot of like first, second, fourth, third generation immigrant uh, sort of like Indian, Middle Eastern. Uh, it's called Rushome. Uh, and uh, it's basically like uh, a whole mile of just like a bunch of like Asian businesses, Central Asian businesses. Uh, really, really nice place. Really cool. Like you can walk down that street at like 10 p.m. Even in the UK, no one's getting drunk. No one's having fights. Do you know what I mean? It's just like a mm-hmm. nice different vibe. Um, and also sort of like observed some of the... There's like... there's like I talked about this on my stream, so I'm not going to talk about this too much. But there's a bit of like... Um, racist gentrification uh but also racist sort of like infrastructure that that's happening in, in russia and where they try to like put cycle lanes on the pavement and the pavement is already like very very small and it's one of the busiest sort of bus routes in europe it's dangerous yeah it's really dangerous and you know they've obviously just done it because it's a place where brown people live and they don't care about you know uh racialized people or like you know the fact that they have to like live there and and work there and shop there you know so it's kind of shit um but anyway we then went up to uh hume and moss side uh and had a look at some of the stuff around there went to a community center in hume uh that does some really cool stuff and we also went to a park in hume that has like a big mural of like the history of the industrialization of manchester and it starts with like a quote from Marx and Engels, like, you know, there's like a picture of Marx and he's there being like, Engels, they're destroying the working class uh, quarter to to make way for the bourgeoisie, something or other. Uh, And then the rest of it is just bizarre. It's like a lot of different things that are like, not necessarily communist, but, you know, it's all right. It's good. You know, talking about colonialism and and, uh, all that kind of stuff. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So that was really nice. Uh, We did all that. And uh, that's the most base stuff that I did this Yay. week. Yay! Yay! Uh, and... So, chat, Go on. Uh, just FYI, because Sophie and Tim aren't here, and it's just Mule and I, we will, of course, be mandating that everyone applaud after every segment. So Yes, we need applause right now. Like bum claps in the chat or we're whatever. We're very anxious. You know, it's, it's not fair. You know, there's just two of us. Thank you very much. It is not fair. Not fair. We, we do so much. So much. Speaking of so much, look at all this stuff we've done. Me and Kira did all the news today. So if I mean, anything's I mean, wrong with yeah, it. And I finished it too. <laughs> <laughs> if anything's wrong with it, shut the fuck up. No, it isn't. Um, so the first news story is for me. Donkers, you might have Donkers, to pitch Donkers. in with some factoids if we uh, if, <laughs> if we uh, don't have it all covered. Okay, the no. first one. No, don't no. do that. 
Not no. at all. It's not happening. Right. No. We're we're you good are at this. forbidden. We're from listen. Doing that. We're Red Planet co-hosts. We're able to do this. We can do this. Are Kira. we? Yes. Are, are so, we though? I just get definitely. a whole speech about imposter syndrome, and now I'm like, wait a minute, but are we? <laughs> Maybe I do have that. <laughs> right. Okay. First, the first, the first news segment is for me. Uh, this is about something in Manchester. Um, the students at University of Manchester, not all of them, but some of them, have occupied three. University of Manchester buildings as part of a rent strike action. Chat, this stuff is really, really based. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you how much I love this. Uh, Students at the University of Manchester, as I said, have occupied three buildings, barricading the doors with furniture such as lockers, tables, and chairs, so that the only way that security can gain entry is by force, right? Because obviously then if they have to use force, the, the security could end up damaging the property, and then they will be liable because they're a private security firm that's hired by the by the staff, right? By the by the um, management of the university, right? The renter cops. Yeah, renter cops. Exactly that. Um, and the students. So when the students actually got in, like you know, speaking of breaking the law and like you know what what's actually happening here, the students haven't actually technically broken the law in any way uh, because one part of what one student who's part of the occupation said how they actually got in there and what he said was and i quote we didn't even need to break in we just walked in last night and no one noticed until this morning so that goes to show just how rubbish these renter cops are anything remotely security wise (laughs) um and yeah just how easy it is for them to to kind of do this uh, but what's this all about? What's happening? So the occupation is part of the ongoing rent strike that started last month and is a protest against the university's astronomical rent prices and living conditions of student accommodation, which in a lot of cases consists of infestation from mice or silverfish, damp, mold, bad insulation and heating, cosmetic and structural disrepair. The occupiers are basically demanding not just for the demands of the rent strike to be met, but an additional £1,500 be added to the student maintenance loan to deal with rising rent and cost of living. And also, not just that, they're also demanding the demands of the UCU, who is the Union for University staff members that are currently striking, to be met as well. And that, my friends, is solidarity. This is where, like, the students are coming together to you know, basically support the, the, the staff and the and the teachers of the university, you know? So really, really awesome. Um, you know, this is something that uh Greater Manchester Tenants Union and um oh the video by the way that's being the video that's being shown right now on the screen, this is one of the security guards getting told off because they were preventing people from dropping off food packages to the university buildings so that they actually weren't supposed to do that and this is that guy's boss just like coming in and being like yeah you can't really do that you know if you prevent them from getting fed that's breaking the law uh so you can't really do that anymore um yeah also have a soul which i'm sure he didn't say that but in general have a soul you know right exactly it's always a good thing chat it's always good it's nice it's nice to have a soul and and be nice it's nice to be nice um, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting. This is something that the Greater Manchester Tenants Union, uh, have actually, uh, signed a, um, declaration for in support of the rent strike and also a bunch of different organizations that we're affiliated with as well. Uh, they have also signed, uh, uh this, this, uh, declaration. So that's really awesome. Uh, and it's just great. It's like, 
you know, there's so many people who are supporting these students. There's so many people who are like going there, delivering them food. Um, they actually had a uh, movie night where they were playing a film that I really like called Rebel D-Words, uh, Rebel Lesbians. Obviously, I'm not going to say the D-word. Uh, but yeah, it's it's, it's an excellent cares about film. hate speech, you see. That's why we're not saying it. It does. Thank That's you, Twitch.tv, right. for, Thank you. for protecting us from, from ourselves. Thank you, Twitch.tv. We appreciate you, our glorious leader. Um, yeah, so it's, um, yeah, and, and so they had a movie night showing that, and they also had uh, some speakers who were doing workshops on how to uh, actually do some, you know, rent strikes of your own and all this kind of stuff. So these students are just absolutely killing it, in my opinion. I'm, I'm so, so happy that it's happening um, and just really excited to see what what comes of it um but if you want to stay uh, you know in touch with what's going on the university of manchester's rent strike twitter and tiktok have been making lots of posts about various bits of light-hearted uh, uh trivia about the buildings they're occupying including some posts of their quote-unquote militant assault on the security staff's car consisting of making paper airplanes uh float down to the vehicle and land on the vehicle so it's really really funny like you know they have this like post where um they're like standing in front of a projector and they have a picture of the security's car and they have like all these little red dots on it like points of weakness and like all these like <laughs> paper airplanes lined up saying like the only answer is maximum output it's just so so good <laughs> just some absolutely based stuff uh going on there in manchester so uh, red planet are going to be keeping an eye on what's going on there uh, and hopefully we'll have some more uh good news to share regarding that next week uh so yeah the next news story is uh, a little less uh happy but uh we're gonna but it's still there anyway. is Kira? still based stuff in it which there is, is still some based stuff very based stuff in it um so uh florida you know our favorite state uh is to ban gender affirming health care for trans youth even in clinical trials so um acting at the behest of the devil, Governor uh, Governor DeSantis, um, the Florida Board of Medicine, the Board of Osteopathic Medicine held a public hearing on Friday uh, on the pol- politically motivated and discriminatory rule change that would deny age-appropriate gender-affirming care to Florida's transgender youth. The board removed the option for trans youth to receive gender-affirming care, even in clinical trials, which shows that they're not doing this because they're like, they're they're not doing this for any sort of like big brained reason. They're doing this because they just want to harm trans people. They just want to eliminate trans people. Um, they're not interested in trying to do research to figure out what's the better, what's the best way that we can administer uh, uh, trans healthcare like like healthfully because they're trying to eliminate even that option. They're trying to eliminate the possibility of even um, you know. You you understand what I'm saying, right? Okay, I hope chat understands yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to make it very well known that it's widely known that medicine, it's widely known in medicine that gender affirming care is vital for trans youth. The trauma they experience in being denied the body of their gender can affect trans people for the rest of their lives. Many trans people and their allies and families came to testify at the hearing how gender affirming care has saved the lives of themselves or loved ones. So... It was really hard. It's really fucking heartbreaking to see. It's really heartbreaking. Judy Schmidt told the board members that she was worried that her trans son, who was six when he told her he was a boy, 
will have been transitioning socially for four to five years before he reaches puberty and won't be able to get the gender affirming care he needs. And uh, Judy says, you as doctors are supposed to do no harm. If you make this blanket rule, you are doing harm, which is true. <laughs> it's yep, extremely on, on like just undeniably true. Um, so the boards voted on no in November to approve language for a statewide rule that will create a freeze frame for transgender youth already accessing gender-affirming medical care and effectively prohibit new care for transgender youth under the age of 18, making Florida the first U.S. state to limit and partially ban such treatment through an administrative process, which is absurd that government is getting in the way of what you and your doctor have deemed to be the medically appropriate steps to take. It's just, right. you see it, you keep seeing this fucking pop up time and time again in different capacities, but it's here it is. Um, the public hearing uh, paves the way for the rule to go into effect as soon as mid-March. And this is the base part of the story. Um, Lindsay Spiro, a young trans mask, uses a lot of time to tell the board he knew they didn't care about what anyone was saying in this hearing injected his HRT and raised his fist in the air in one of the most powerful demonstrations of trans resistance I think we're going to see, or one of the most I've ever witnessed personally, so um, far, extremely sure. based and was captured on film. So haven't seen that. Check it out. Yeah, it's real powerful. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a moment that should be immortalized, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It's also, oh, gosh. Yeah. All right. I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh yeah it's i have a lot to like... say about this stuff and i feel like uh a lot of this conversation is going to be had probably with nicotine when nicotine comes on um yeah. about like the absurdity of what what cis people are saying how trans people should act and how trans people should do this and do that and how they're not behaving nicely enough and that's why we're not going to support you and so on and so forth and it's just like i love that lindsay did this it's like you don't care what we have to say you don't care actually i'm not i'm not trans but you don't care if i'm if i were trans you don't care what we have to say you really don't you are here to try to eliminate us from existing so this whole thing is a farce i'm just going to give you the middle finger in the most like based way i could possibly do which is administering my own hit in front of you um yeah. Like, so, I think, yeah. I think that is the best thing to do in the face of, uh, in the face of makes fascism. a mockery of the entire ordeal. It's like, yeah. this is, this is all ridiculous. This is not, this is, this is a performance. This is yeah, a performance. Bureaucracy, bureaucracy, like, like well, we, we as dot the eyes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A thousand percent. And, um, yeah, I think, it, I think that that kind of like, it, 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 it goes in line with the Jean-Paul Sartre quote about the anti-Semites, right? Like, there is no argument to 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 continue there is no mm -hmm. argument to be had with people who think that trans people shouldn't exist there's no argument to be had with anti-semites with anti-black racists with any kind of bigot because they know how absurd their arguments are and that's why they present them in the most absurd ways uh which is why just like dunking on people it's it's not that like it's funny i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna cancel you for doing a dunk but like you know how how much are we sort of like getting somewhere by saying like oh the, these christians are behaving like such good christians like it's it, that's getting no one hypocrites you see they say this but they do that they simply do not care that they're hypocrites they know that they're hypocrites they're just using it as as a shield right you know um so yeah that's that's that essentially mm -hmm. um i believe we're doing so, uh, we're, I, we're we don't have anything assigned so let me just do you want me to just do the next one 
You can if you want. Yeah, I actually got to just be with that real quick. Okay, go. Get out of my face. Leave. Go. I don't even want you. Thank God he's gone. Okay. So uh, the next thing I want to talk about is a Temple University strike. I don't know if you all have seen this, if you're on Twitter incessantly like myself. Um, Temple University uh, students are making extremely little a year. We all know. Sorry, we don't all know. Let me just say this. As a as a former grad student, grad students are extremely, extremely like exploited for their labor. Like, and we're expected as grad students to be like really grateful for the opportunity to be exploited because that means we get to rub shoulders with like smart people that have, you know, that have published papers and like this is supposed to be some like really like like really esteemed rite of passage that we're is it's disgusting. And uh, yeah. So at Temple University, uh, the students are only making about $19,500 a year for their work, and they've been in negotiation for $32,000 a year for a while. So they went on strike. And what did Temple University do? Uh, Temple University is withholding the tuition um, uh, freeze, I believe, and healthcare benefits for more than 100 working graduate students who are on strike. So their tuition, tuition remission, there it is. Yeah, so some research and teaching assistance, the public school in Philadelphia received an email notice on Wednesday that their tuition remission has been revoked for the spring semester. Quote, as, as a result of your participation in the strike, they literally were like, hey, we're doing this because we don't like that you striked. It's just like, how evil can you be, right? Uh, tuition remission, a benefit offered by many students to help finance employees' tuition uh, costs, covers an average of $20,000 at, uh, at Temple, according to the university. Um, so now Temple's requiring that these students pay their tuition balance by March 9th to stay enrolled in classes or else they accrue a $100 lay fee. So they're like instantaneously being like, no, we're not going to take away all your benefits and now you owe us like a ton of money. How dare you not like being extremely exploited? So fuck Temple University. Yeah, fuck him. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next story, I guess. I don't know if I have anything to add to that. Uh, but um, no, not really. Um, I think um, yeah. In terms of what I actually heard, there was not a lot. But you got through that news news story pretty quick, so I don't want to waste any more time on it because we're running out of time. We 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 were supposed to be like filling out time, but now we're running out of time. No, we're good. We're good. We have like thirteen minutes. We have like three stories. We can do. <laughs> no, or we two got two stories. Two. Stories. We got two. We got two. We got two. Okay, so that's yeah, like yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Like okay. seven seven yeah. minutes. Seven. I'll minutes bet that we even have time to spare. I hope so. Right. So, with that in mind, chat. Oh, I do, let's 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 uh let's double team this next one. Okay, okay, sweet. Sounds because good to I me. didn't finish out the description, but yeah, you I'm, probably have seen it on Twitter, so you probably have some familiarity with it. I'm um, down to spit roast this new story with my beautiful. Sweet you want to Eiffel Tower bro. this with me? Bro? Eiffel Tower it. Let's do it, bro. Yeah, let's do it, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> right. So Sex. this is the one. <laughs> it's actually listen it's actually a really horrible news story um yeah what are we this is why are we smiling Stop. i know it's so bad <laughs> um right so this is the big one i think everybody knows about this right i think everybody has heard this one um it's the big thing basically there was a train derailment in ohio um and as far as we know uh this was on february 3rd actually which is which is wild because um 
it's something that has just not really been in any mainstream news yeah i sources. saw the february 3rd and i was like are you serious yeah we're just hearing about it now then right unless that's like a misprint or something but um yeah, yeah. um yeah. who knows i don't know so basically it's really really bad it's really yeah bad. Apparently, the, the train was carrying hazardous materials like vinyl chloride, butyl acrylate, and benzene residue. Uh, this has obviously resulted in one of the biggest chemical explosions um, that's ever been seen. This is in a place called East Palestine. Uh, no relation. Uh, Ohio. Um, Why does but- the Midwest love to do that? They love to take... They do this a lot, by the way. This isn't the only time they've done... They've named towns after like existing yeah. countries. It's it colonialism, like, right? It's like, yeah, this is, is this is no ours more... now. You know, <laughs> they're just stealing the names of colonized people's uh, places where, where you know, obviously colonialism has happened. It's just hor- horrible. But uh, yeah, even more horrible than this. This is like really sort of. Um, it's really worrying because the you know reporters are trying to get news stories about this. And there is footage out there. I don't know if we actually have video. We do. I linked oh, it. Do we... Yeah, in the yeah, video. Okay, it's great. footage of the before and then the act- the actual, like, it's like a completely unedited shot of, like, the yeah. everything that led up to the arrest and then the reporter getting arrested. So yeah. they're arresting reporters. Reporters yeah. are trying to, like, uh, dis- like to, to, to cover this. It's, like, a really horrific, horrific... Um, environmental like catastrophe like to the point where like the air i don't even know the ramifications of this i'm not a per- i'm not an environmental scientist or anything like that so um i would have to do a lot more research on this and and i guess this i guess we'll see what happens like what scientists have to say if they're allowed to say anything about it because you know capitalism but um it's it's really really bad to the point where like people's pets are dying like if they have like all their the people with fish the fish are dead they have birds the birds are dead I hear that cats and dogs are dead or sick. So like apparently some pets, some people are saying all pets are dead. I just want to make it clear that apparently some pets are not dead. Not that that makes any better, but just to be accurate, you know, but um, who knows what's happening to like pregnant people or like just, just people in general, children, uh, just the, the detrimental effects to the environment as a whole, uh, how long these effects are going to last for, who knows? So we don't know. We just know that yeah. the uh, <laughs> like officials are insisting it's safe. It's insisting everything's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it whatsoever. Um, and they're arresting reporters for trying to report on it. Um, yeah, and it's it's really interesting. Like just sort of like looking at it on a map. It's not exactly in the quote unquote middle of nowhere. You know, like the Ohio that most like. British people might think of when they think of, you know, the US or whatever. It's like right near Pittsburgh. Like it's it's not that far away, you know. It's 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 something that it's gonna affect like the water table, um, possibly a water table for like the surrounding towns. There's like a bunch of townships around there and different uh, you know, villages and and and, and farms and what have you. You know, this is gonna affect people in, in such a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, you know, the cops are are also uh, you know, just beating the hell out of people who were like mm. trying to ask questions and 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 report on this. So, uh, mm. you know, thankfully, you know, those reporters on the ground, you know, put their lives at risk or like, you know, put their fucking, uh, you know, yeah. uh, 
This is why Twitter is like such a, such a, like a useful tool for things like this, which is Mm -hmm. why people like Elon Musk should stay the fuck away from it. Because like, if it wasn't for Twitter um, and like firsthand Mm -hmm. accounts and, and things like that, it would be extremely difficult to know that any of this is going on. Um, especially because reporters are getting like arrested for discussing it. Um, so can't I, wait, can't wait for him to remove yeah. the block function because that's definitely something that's on the cards. Get me started. Um, yeah. There's a lot more to say about this story, but I think we could probably and we should discuss it next week when more information comes out about like yeah who's the blame. Um, I, I'll for bet sure. you, I'll, <laughs> I'll bet you it's like the usual suspects that we that that we that we think. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we'll we'll follow up on this next week, but. Uh, mm-hmm. If you happen to be in this area, just know that, like, apparently these toxic clouds are expected to, like, spread to, like, the rest of Ohio, as well as, like, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, just, just, like, I... I don't know what I don't know what we could possibly do. Like what what you one could do in that situation where you just like evacuate your house forever and just wait. Like I don't I really don't know what to do. I just I just really hope that if you're in that area that that you stay safe and um just know that our thoughts are with you. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's it's really scary and it's 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 fucking horrible. It's this is fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw that like someone was like, it really makes you like put into perspective how like when people are criticizing the Soviet Union for not evacuating people uh, like 72 hours after Chernobyl's uh, like meltdown, how like in America, people are just like standing in like a toxic cloud and officials are like, it's fine. It's fine. Your pets are dead, but it's fine. It's just like an interesting. It's interesting. I'm not I'm not trying to like defend the Soviet Union here or anything like that. But I think that like in hindsight, when we look at these like catastrophes, um, and then people are like, oh, yeah. well, I would have simply blah, blah, blah. It's just like, then you see what actually happens in a place like America mm-hmm. and how Americans would look at what the Soviet Union did and, and you know, very, be very smug about it. I just, I just think that's an interesting comparison is all. That's right. I think you're right. So uh, moving on to the final news story of today. And uh, yeah, this is something, another absolutely horrific news story. Uh, It's all doom and gloom here today on Dead Planet. I promise you things will get better soon. Um, But this is about the Syria-Turkey earthquakes. Um, If you are unaware, uh, there has been a massive earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria. Uh, the death toll has hit 33,000 uh, as of Sunday, with the United Nations warning that the final number maybe double that. Uh, officials and medics have said that 29,000 people have died in Turkey and 3,500 uh, in Syria, bringing the confirmed total to 33,000. Um, so that's from uh, agents. agents France Press. Um, the UN's emergency relief coordinator, Martin Griffiths, said we've failed the people of northwest Syria and they rightly feel abandoned. His Twitter post continued, the people of Syria were looking for international help that hasn't arrived. My duty and our obligation is to correct this failure as fast as we can. That's my focus now. And the thing to um, remember about northwest Syria is that that is where the Rojava people are, are sort mm-hmm. of like, you know based uh the the kurdish people of northwest syria uh you know the 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 turkish government erdogan has wanted to genocide kurds in that region for so long and the the world has simply abandoned them and uh it's just not right you know it's just simply not right 
so something to remember there. The Turkish authorities have issued more than 100. Uh, this is an interesting thing. I was commenting on this before the show, how uh, Turkish authorities have actually issued arrest warrants over collapsed buildings, which is a bizarre uh, reason uh, to issue an arrest warrant. It doesn't really make sense uh, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if people in the chat understand why this is happening, um, where it's like, yeah, you you didn't make this, uh, you know, building uh, uh, an earthquake that w- has not been predicted like this for like, you know, I don't know, decades. You didn't make it proof worthy of, of that kind of, of an earthquake. You know, this this completely unforeseen event that is nowhere, nowhere near been predicted like, you know, you're getting arrested. You're getting arrested because you didn't design this building properly. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, so 12 people are in custody. Uh, contractors, architects, engineers. Uh, I guess I guess this is fascism. I don't know. Like it just <laughs> the decision seems so bizarre to me. Um, anyway, you know, uh, moving on. There have been some extraordinary rescue stories emerge from Turkey, including a 10-year-old girl who was pulled from a collapsed building in southeastern Turkish province of Hatay after 147 hours, according to rescuers. Like, just imagine that, chat. For a second, just imagine 147 hours Ah! being trapped in rubble. Ah! Nightmarish. Ah! Nightmarish, you know? The things that must Ah! go through your head, right? And according to rescuers, uh, oh yeah, the 147 hours according to rescuers. Meanwhile, the health minister of Turkey, Dr. Uh, Farhetin Koka, tweeted a short clip of a young girl that he said had been pulled from the rubble in the 150th hour. Uh, China has shipped 53 tons of tents to aid earthquake hit Turkey on Sunday. Um, Thank you, China. Yeah, thank you, China. Yeah. Also, there's something that I didn't put in the notes here, but is is a typical British response to uh, this kind of a crisis. And that is that the, um, I can't remember his name, Andrew Griffith, I want to say, or Andrew Mitchell, it might have been, um, of the, the, the UK government's development minister. That's who he is. He said, uh, this is absolutely terrible. And I can't believe that this has happened. It's terrible. Um but, you know, we're going to still remain cutting the aid that we would have sent to Syria by half that we, you know, we cut that, we cut that in half in 2020. Uh, and we got to remain, we got to keep the aid budget at, at that level until the economy gets better, is what he said. So, you know, the thing that the government any is sort moment of... Now. Any, any moment now. You know, the thing that the government is sort of in charge of, like the economy and like how they're supposed to like make that better and, and all that, you know, if, if that gets better then then the the aid will will be increased the aid budget for syria uh will be increased so uh you know here's hoping that's that's definitely gonna happen i think okay our topic for today um i think we all know right if you don't know by now this is your this is your this is me telling you there's a trans genocide occurring right now trans people are being targeted legislation is being passed to eliminate their existence um hate crimes and other other forms of just like just violence is happening against trans people i I, we've discussed it at length i'm not going to try to do the whole thing right now because it's just so much to discuss but just know that that's a very real thing um there is a trans genocide occurring at the moment jk rowling the author of the harry potter series is widely considered to be the leader of the turf movement uh against trans people um and she's using her legacy and her credibility as like this beloved children's author 
to and her power as a billionaire to spread hateful uh transphobic turf rhetoric as well as manufacturing new and exciting turf rhetoric as well um so yeah she's widely considered to be like queen turf essentially uh so if you weren't if you're not like up to speed with like all the news um the hog uh the the harry potter like franchise is still existing and it's still creating products um the latest thing they've created is something called hogwarts legacy it's a video game it looks like shit for the record. It's a video game. And uh, trans people have asked people to boycott this. They're like, just don't play the game as a show of solidarity for trans people. And also to stop pro like prolonging and enriching JK Rowling's cultural relevance and her and her pocketbook, which she's openly said that the money she makes off of her franchise directly uh, means to her that people are in fact agreeing with her transphobia. Um, but yeah, so trans people have asked, like, as a community, have asked people to boycott this game. Um, one of the more outspoken people, one of the more outspoken trans people on this is Nicotine. Uh, Nicotine is a partnered variety streamer here on Twitch. Uh, she's a founder of the trans streaming team, um, uh, Transmission Gaming, which is all, oh, sorry, it's a, it's the, uh, trans community as well as an accompanying stream team called transmission gaming uh she's a talented extremely talented role player and one of my uh closest personal friends and nicotine is leading a streamer strike to refuse streaming on twitch while twitch hosts an aggressive hogwarts legacy uh, ad campaign and this is the that i was telling you about that i was participating in this week uh that's why i haven't been streaming is to to um participate in this uh strike um or this withholding of streams to to, to protest this. Um, Nicotine has been featured in a variety of major media outlets for doing this, and even going so far as to invite the personal ire of friend of the show, Ben Shapiro. So um, I would like to welcome my good friend, Nicotine to the show. I love Nicotine so much. Oh my God, oh my God. I'm such a big fan. Hi, <laughs> hello. It's me, Nicotine. It's Hi. you. Hi. 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 How, How are, are you? you? I'm, I'm so okay. good. I'm okay. Um, I, I love you. And I, I guess like, I, um, I, I want to make it clear. I think I've said this before, but like, Chad, I was like, a, and I'm not, earmuffs, nicotine. Don't listen to this. Okay. Um, I was earmuffs like, a, on. <laughs> I was like a really, I, I have been a really big fan of nicotine and never thought that nicotine would notice me and then huh. nicotine noticed me and now we're like really good friends and so it's always like it's always like oh my gosh it's nicotine oh okay oh you heard that <gasps> no no i had earmuffs on i had my earmuffs on the earmuffs off now you're good now and you now she's on our show I can't and now she's it. on our show yeah um we've we've hosted we've rated into nicotine before like the end of red planet so you probably have at least had some contact with her stream if um, you're here on twitch yeah yeah that's right that's right if you're here on twitch if you're watching us on youtube then uh it's twitch.tv slash n-i-k-a-t-i-n-e so yeah um oh oh sorry sorry i'm, I'm getting i'm getting somebody calling me nicotine uh yes nicotine nicotine oh yes yeah <laughs> nicotine oh my nic god nic 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 nic
oh my god is that fucking ben shapiro <laughs> saying your name in the most obnoxious way anyone could say i didn't think i didn't know that anybody could say my name like more obnoxiously than like twitch trolls but here we are like, <laughs> 2023 when i saw that he that ben shapiro was talking about you i was like get his get Get her fucking name out of your little I don't even know mouth. about this. I don't even know about this. Nicotine, why don't you tell us about all this? Why don't yeah. you tell the people who don't know what's going on what's going on? Sure. Awesome, I'm really happy to. I'm a really big fan too. Uh, my name is Nicotine. I made a statement on Twitter about a week ago. Uh, the statement basically said that, um, that JK Rowling uh, has been uh you know promoting this this game twitch has been promoting this game on the platform using streamers uh streams you know to to so the way that twitch ads work is when you go to watch a stream uh there are some ads that twitch just just pushes to the viewer that the streamer has no real control over and um and this is a pretty common practice across the industry so youtube does this uh various platforms do this twitch does this and uh i've i've had a kind of a tenuous uh relationship with with this interaction uh for the last few years because it's not the first time that there's been like some controversy over it right like make no mistake twitch has has made strides right in like in in providing safer spaces over the course of time like it's gradually has gotten better that much is like is is known right like we have better tools now we have more uh moderation stuff but there is a vast gap in our ability as creators to control the ads that are given to our viewers. Mm -hmm. So what, the reason I'm not on YouTube, for instance, is because uh, YouTube kept feeding uh, PragerU ads to my chat, which is mind boggling. Like the fact that PragerU would like circle me as like a potential <laughs> like <laughs> ad source for them. So this is happening on Twitch now and it's not PragerU this time, it's, it's Hogwarts Legacy, which uh, is a franchise that's uh, controlled by uh, well, by J.K. Rowling, who is famously anti-trans. Um, mm -hmm. And it's something I'm not very comfortable with. This is not the first time Twitch has been pushing uh, weird, scary ads to people. Uh, like a year or two ago, they were they were foisting um, like U.S. military ads on the mm -hmm. platform. Yeah. Uh, so as long as creators like don't have a say as in terms of like what ads we get to show our audiences, then we're just constantly going to be at the mercy of whatever platform of the week is pushing ads on our content. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't want to be associated with PragerU, just like I don't want to be associated with Howard's Legacy. And I don't want my audience to be like, to have to see it either. You That's know? the thing. That's the thing. When I was trying to explain why I wasn't streaming, um, I was, I was saying like, okay, it's, <laughs> I don't want, like so much of my community is queer. Um, mm. I, I don't want to subject them to like, I don't want to subject them to like shit that's gonna that's going to like trigger them and to, right. like it's it's how could it not like I, I was having a discussion with Aaronock on my stream uh like a week ago and um I, I don't know if you've seen Jesse Gender's video um about I think it's titled like I'm done talking about JK Rowling or something like that I forget the exact title it's a really great video we watched it on stream but um Aaronock is in that video and and she discusses like how she's had like so many personal experiences with people like wearing like harry potter merch and just openly like being extremely like virulently transphobic and like just that that there is such a strong and especially i think everyone now can see it 
hopefully they can understand that this isn't just like a one-off thing. When you see all these people coming out of the woodwork to be extremely transphobic and, and, and while championing this game, yeah. whatever um, your feelings are about Harry Potter as a franchise, I mean, they should be terrible, but whatever your feelings <laughs> are about the Harry Potter franchise, there's no denying that people are using it as like a proxy for like mm-hmm. socially acceptable transphobia right yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hi, Arnak. Oh, you're in the you're in the chat. Hi, Arnak. I, I, I love you. Um, yeah, so um, it's a really great video. And Arnak gave a really um, uh, had this chapter where she just like speaks from the heart about her experiences. I'm like, hearing that I and here and hearing what Jesse had to say, like, I am not about to subject my audience to like, just just like at any moment you could have this shit in your face to to to, to attack you it's just mm-hmm. too intimately tied it's too intimately tied with with like hate not just transphobic by the way also anti-semitic as hell and etc cetera, etc cetera. like it's just all the things it's all the mm-hmm. things um but yeah um jk rowling has taken upon herself to be like like the like queen turf of the world um yeah and sorry, I'm just. No, it is. It's extremely frustrating. It's very frustrating. It's extremely frustrating. Um, oh, I feel another... like the whole the whole world has really moved into this uh, this like hard hardline embrace of like nostalgia uberalis, and it really it it bothers me to like a to like a major extent because now that same nostalgia can be like weaponized by people like J.K. Rowling who like prey mm-hmm. on people's like fond childhood memories to like push their weird like terrible agenda mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly how um, long before like marvel becomes the just as just as uh you know just as t- mm-hmm. it's like it's it's already been like polluted with people like like uh chris pratt but like how long before other big franchises are just like polluted in the same way you know yeah, exactly exactly uh anyways um so I'm just looking at I'm I'm looking at chat right now. There, yeah, the thing about the uh, goblin uh, horn being shofar is yeah, that, oh, yeah. being a shofar. Yeah, yeah. That's that's 100 real. Yeah. Um, so sorry, I just I was just um, gone for a second. But like, does, does Ben Shapiro talk about the you know anti-Semitism in the game at all? That's a good question. Anything about that, you know? That's a great question. That's a great question. No, I think yeah. I think he only just barely mentions nicotine. <laughs> Yeah, he does do that, right? Yeah. Um, so so I, I'm assuming that I was gonna say I'm assuming that Twitch has not uh, responded because I know that there was also a user. By the way, oh, maybe we should link that in the chat. There's this poll that you can uh, vote in. Now, Twitch, uh, where, where, where it says that you want Twitch to pull the Hogwarts Legacy ads, which, by the way, they had to close comments because it was just too riddled with transphobes coming in and, and being transphobic. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Um, but there is a there is a user voice um, poll that you can vote in to vote for Twitch to pull the Hogwarts Legacy ads. Now, now Twitch hasn't always responded to these polls, but they sometimes do. Um, maybe we can link that in the chat and y'all can vote. You've, you have to sign in with your Twitch and then you vote and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. It's a user. It's called user voice. It's how user Twitch. Voice? What did uh, I yeah, say? It's, it's a, it is, it is a poll. Basically it's a poll. You basically just vote on a topic on user voice. Mm-hmm. This is how a lot of like tech companies will just kind of like uh crowdsource, uh, you know, changes to the platform. Yeah. But Twitch isn't always very responsive to it, but I'm, I'm hoping that they might be responsive to this. 
even if it's like maybe at the tail end of the ad campaign, they'll just cut it short. Who knows? Um, well, to my knowledge, Twitch hasn't made any public uh, statement as far as uh, when the ad campaign will be over. So there's really at this point, there's like no knowing like how long those ads will be in place. Hmm. And to be to be honest, um, I believe that the uh, impact of uh, the the statement, you know, has been uh has been pretty successful like mm -hmm. i i'm calling it a big win because it just seems like like the vast like overwhelming majority of the coverage of jk rowling's uh hogwarts game is one of like controversy and one of strife and one of like ethics and morality and that's like a major major win right 100 the game the game isn't being covered in like a normal way it's being covered in like a uh, if you want to play it kind of a way one, yeah <laughs> one of the funniest things that i've seen in like my tweets about hogwarts legacy and like i think some other people's tweets is that people are saying, oh, your little boycott failed because loads of people are playing the game and buying it and blah. And like, that's the point of a boycott, like that everybody is aware of it and how problematic it is. It's like, it's like not just to bring down, you know, the, the structures that will hold the, the problems that are the problem with the, you know, the, the, the content or the product or whatever it is. It, it's that it gets eyes on it and that, and that people will start talking about it. You know, like I have a friend um, who may not be a friend anymore, um, who was like going, he was liking tweets that were like calling me one of the most insane people on the left for sticking up for this. Oof. And it's like, th th this is just like not even remotely, Normal. I don't even know like, what to say to that. Like, you know what I mean? Normal thing. It's not, yeah, it's not like a nice normal thing to like criticize. It's not like good criticism. So, like, you know, I'm DMing him and I'm saying like, "Yo, you're liking these tweets, bro. What's up with that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's just silly. You just, oh, it's ruining the whole movement." And he's not queer. He's not trans. He's not yeah. gay. He's not bi. You know what I mean? And I'm like, "Why are you so pressed about this, bro?" Like, why? What? What is it about this whole discourse that is making you wound up enough to support people who are actively being horrible in my comments and saying that I'm, you know, uh, a loony? Like, I, I don't deserve people to listen to me and stuff like that. You know, like, what? What is that about? And he just didn't get back to me. So it's like, well, you know, you're, you're obviously f failing to realize that you're being suckered in by the culture war, right? Actually, when it comes down to it, you don't give a shit about Hogwarts Legacy. You don't give a fuck about that game. But because there's been such an uproar about it, because there's been so many people, you know, uh, making these these horrible articles, like the Dexerto article mm -hmm. about those those streamers, those cis streamers, cis-het streamers. I'm not sure if they were cis-het, but like cis generally, like, you know, just being like, oh my God, like two people in my chat there's that one person that cried one yeah. person that cried because people in their chat were like i'm disappointed with you this is really harmful and she's like oh and she cries and all of a sudden now it's like breaking news this is this is the worst thing we've ever seen this right. is this is like a, this is everyone have a moment of silence for the cis person that had to realize that they're harmful it's pretty amazing too, like how readily uh outlets will cover something like that but they like they won't mention Yep. Like the hundreds of death oh threats. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> so like, I was going through your mention, and you, oh god, god, it was, oh god. Yeah, I was. Uh, so so nicotine's tweet. Um, I don't know if we should pull it up. Um, if I have a handy, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. But nicotine's tweet 
yeah, I can easily pull it up where she announces uh, what she's doing, which got me on board with, with the, with the, like, I don't know if we call it a strike or what we would call it. It's just like a protest of some, yeah, it's a protest, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like a strike should be a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird when the streamer world, cause you're not like employees, you're not, you know, there's, I don't know. You don't like clock in or anything. Well, <laughs> um, this is what we're here to talk about, right? Yeah. 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 Um, let me just put in there. Yeah. So I put in the on-air text chat. So, uh, when nicotine uh, submitted a statement or tweeted the statement and um, explaining the explaining why she's not going to be streaming in in protest of what Twitch is doing, and then she says like, if you'd like to see the people, the kind of people this game attracts, scroll down. This is what Twitch is advertising with this campaign, and if you scroll down, it is just it's disgustingly vile display of intense transphobia and hatred it's i've i've seen and even in my replies people are being like attacking me i i guess they think i must be trans or something i don't know um but they're they're doing the whole like 41% they're doing the whole thing it's just revolting um this, this is, is this is importantly uh like it's important to remember that this is the kind of treatment that trans people just get like all the time on the internet like i when i was doing gta role play and ex and like ex being exposed to people who weren't like directly related to the trans community we were banning like dozens of people a day like it's wild every time mm. i'm on the front page it's just like we have to get mods to just ban like yeah. enough people <laughs> yeah. <When> you <clears throat> absolutely ridiculous the, i will say that over the last like couple of years it's gotten a little bit better since now we can do like we can filter people's like uh like who can chat right like you can't chat unless you have a like a verified phone number or, like a verified mm -hmm. email or like there's better moderation tools now but like it still happens it actually it feels a little bit better now when you can find somebody who's verified that you can ban because all of a sudden like they can't use that phone number anymore to like mm -hmm. make yeah. new twitch accounts and they can't uh... use that email address anymore and it's just the, the 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 real like the real juicy one is when somebody has like their amazon prime linked to it because then they can't use their credit card like to make another twitch account anymore because yeah. it gets banned because the account gets banned yeah that shit is definitely um loads better than it used to be for sure 100 yeah. i mean it's like it's like you say issue with it though i still have the issue with these moderation tools because they're not perfect yeah they're not me perfect. Too. it's, it's me not too. even it's not even that they're not perfect it's just that people that use them are are typically marginalized people and people that don't use them are typically not. And so they're automatically allowing for far more people to become involved with their community. They're in already increasing their engagement. They're already increasing. Like if you don't have follower mode on, you don't have any of these moderation tools. You just let whoever shows up to speak. You're automatically going to increase your engagement. Now for marginalized people, that engagement oftentimes is, is horrendous. But if you're not marginalized, oftentimes it's not. Um, yeah, that is true. Um, but it's like, gonna fuck whenever with your I discoverability, put on, yeah. yeah, yeah, it fucks, it messes with your discoverability. And oftentimes, like when I'm putting these moderation tools on, like I'm already losing my own regulars. They're like, I'm having trouble getting the into the chat. And I'm like, if that's the case, I can't imagine like how many other people are having issues getting into my chat. And it's it's just it's just one of those things that like, yeah, like I that appreciate is, the that tools. is absolutely true. I appreciate the tools. I just wish they were. I wish at least for email verification, less like every website functions this way. It seems that at least we would require that for for Twitch users. So at least put something in the way of people just constantly making like alt accounts, like rapid fire. But so, yeah, <clears throat> going back to the um, 
what you were saying about like um people in the comments and stuff like that and like you know having to go at you kira like this is what happens when you stand up for the trans community right it's like you become the um um what do you call it the accepted target you become an accepted target I think lateral damage right I think it's different if you if you're also queer as well because like if they see that you're queer in any way they're just like oh it's another one of these do you know what I mean and like you know you become like whatever but again it's like you know it's it is really important to state like like nicotine says like it is just a fraction of what trans people go through daily and you know um it's 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 like we have the privilege and the ability to sit through some of this stuff and go okay well they're 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 making these statements and it's not hurting me as much as it would hurt a trans person and like trying to take some of the heat off i think in 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 being an ally in that way i think is is certainly good no matter the 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 hate that you might get for it um so yeah i mean i don't know if that's something that um you know you want to you want to talk about nicotine but like it's it's certainly sort of like you know there are things that there are things that allies really should be doing other than just like not playing hogwarts legacy and like that is certainly also like drawing attention to to how much of a of a a nonsense charade consent manufacturing this is that sort of goes in line with the attacks on trans people uh, just generally um you know like the the state legislation that we've been seeing this year that we spoke about on this episode today um you know it's like you've got you've just got to like stand up and speak out about this stuff because you know trans people are a a minority like a a a literal minority like there's not a lot of trans people out there in the world uh and i think it's super important to be like you know especially if you're queer like there's nothing worse than being a fucking earnest rome you know what i mean like the nazis uh you know like fucking are on the rise and you're just like yeah you know what i'll the nazi party that's the party for me i'm gonna go for that they won't kill me because i'm gay because i'm a good i'm a good gay i do what they say one of the good ones yeah yeah. yeah, I uh, I, I fully agree. I'm sure your 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 listeners all know about the the just the spate of like uh tra- anti trans legislation that's been uh foisted through by like mm-hmm. by like radical conservatives. It's a it, it's tantamount to genocide. Like there are, there are, there are political leaders now who are like legitimately calling for trans people to be legislated away, like out of existence. That's terrifying. And uh, and what is more terrifying is that when trans people say, uh, hey, you want to show a little bit of solidarity and the rest of these people who've been going, oh, yeah, we're with you 100 percent. The rest of these people are suddenly like, oh, but the wizard game looks really fun. That is the terrifying part. Like that even is looks the part that is the thingy, too. It's just I know. like, I know. It's, you know what it comes down to? It, it thing is like it's 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 so much worse that it's not a fun looking game it looks like a generic like just a generically churned out like triple a game you know yeah designed um, by a boardroom right, right right and so like for me again i'm not trans chat but uh for me it feels like it's so much worse because it is such a generic game because it's 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 just like this 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 mentality that those who have are 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 used to society catering to them when they are told that's not for you you're not to have that that is all it takes for them to be like but i want that now 
but I, but I demand that now. Like mm-hmm. you see this a lot with um with people that are insisting that it's their right to say certain slurs. Um, mm-hmm. You're not don't say that word. Like but 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 society is made for me. It's catered. It's it, it's here to cater to me. And mm-hmm. now you're taking that part away from me. Now I don't even. It doesn't even have to be even a good thing that I'm looking for. It, it doesn't even have to be fun. I just want it because you're telling me I can't have it and right. I'm supposed to have things I want. And how right. dare you say that I can't have it? That makes you the bad person. Cause, cause this, I'm the main character here. This is, uh, everything is made for my comfort. Um, so the fact that it's not even my a fun looking game. My nostalgia yeah. is like more important than your like human right. rights. <laughs> right. And not to mention well. like what, what, what about the nostalgia of trans people who like Harry Potter? Like a lot of trans people liked Harry Potter because it had a lot of themes that could be uh, very, you know, there are themes that could be uh, interpreted as being empowering, right? Uh, for I, was trans about people. To, I was about to say this, like Sophie, you know, when she was at mine, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure like she tweeted about this anyway. So I, I don't think this is like any kind of, you know, thing that she wouldn't want me to mention. But like she mentioned that she posted in the Hogwarts Legacy di- Discord server that like she's a trans woman and she used to love like her mom reading out all the Harry Potter books to her like back in the day. And, you know, it's it's one of those, like, she loved it growing up. And a lot of queer people, you know, love the story of, like, a kid who is forced to live in a closet and then eventually gets freed from that closet by, like, meeting other people who are, like, like him. Um, which just kind of makes it so disgusting what J.K. Rowling's done um, to just turn into, like, a horrific piece of shit. But anyway, you know, I think this, this is a really important thing to bring up, isn't it? That it's, like, these people are, are like... Oh, you know, but like, it means so much to me. Do you know what? Like I I can relate to about five different medias. Yeah. That me, that meant so much to me during my childhood that now I'm like, yeah, that had blackface in it. So I don't care anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's (laughs) easy. Actually, it's easy to do that. Like, you know, like I, I, a point when I started to get like real bad mental health problems, a show called the mighty boosh helped me through like panic attacks and stuff. But guess what? It's got blackface. So I don't watch it anymore. And I don't care if they brought out like a mighty boosh game. I would be like, I don't care. They've never apologized for this. They've never done anything to say that it, they, they, they disavow it or they're like taking it off or they're removing some of the old episodes or whatever. Like, you know, it's easy to do, actually. It seems like this is just a way it's it's some people have like maybe, you know, quietened down with their transphobia over the last few years or something because they see trans acceptance like ramping up and now they have an excuse to hate trans people. It, that's what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. yeah it, it does it is it's exactly that it's like a socially acceptable form of transphobia mm-hmm. it's yeah. just it's more dog whistling really um i'd be with trans people if they weren't constantly attacking me for liking mm-hmm. uh harry potter <laughs> mm-hmm. oh no they don't like that i'm playing the wizard game oh guess i guess i'm i love genocide now yeah exactly right yeah, yeah maybe yeah. like genocide um, this is your fault, trans people. Mm, I feel like today we're just going to be like, I'm just, I'm just going to be like complaining a lot. No, but... we're not going to be doing that. We're going to be having a productive discussion. Oh, about okay. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Productive. And what okay. we can do That's right. <laughs> in the future. As I just want to say one more thing. Activists. I'll say yeah, one more thing. Yeah. One more thing. Um, I'm not going to name names, but if you are in my community or or the, the or or in the viewership right now or whatever, and when somebody says, "Hey, 
don't consume this 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 garbage products because doing so would um show this marginalized group that you don't stand with them it will harm them it will it will help to enrich the power of of like the biggest like the leader of a hate movement and your first thought is mm, but i really like it is there a way i can still engage with it though is there still a way i want you to understand that you are being you you are being governed by privilege necessarily you are being governed by what your expectations are for society as being it's it exists to serve you you are the main character and anyone who's trying to interrupt that is something just to be like hand waved away and, and or whatever like i i saw, I saw that in this chat i've seen it on the internet plenty i've seen it in my own community i just want to make this statement of saying like if that's your first inclination is when somebody's like this is a really easy way that you can sh- you can uh show trans people that you stand with them and it's like doesn't cost you anything it just requires you to not do anything and by the way you're not like actively doing something you're just showing solidarity and you're not actively harming right if your first inclination is to start trying to find loopholes and what about this what about that i want you to understand that you've got a lot of work to do there (laughs) like that another thing uh, another thing on this is like there's just so many, like in video games, like video games, like the, the actual. No, Neil, like, do you understand? You... There's never been a video game in the history of video games that has ever allowed you to be a wizard and do magic. I know. Okay. I, apparently, that's what people are saying. But like, you know, if if when most people like hear of video games, they think of like wizard. Like that's the word that comes to mind. Most people they be like dungeons, dragons, wizards, you know, shit like that. It's just like it drives me up the wall. It's like okay, there's no other wizard game to play. Anyway, so. In terms of like moving this forward, this conversation forward to talk about online activism in in general and online. Does everyone here understand the issue though? Does everyone chat understands the issue? Since it's just uh, it's not too many people, not too many hosts. We can be a little more intimate with chat. Does everyone chat understand the issue? I will not be talking to chat. They're beneath me. I think they're disgusting. Well, chat's beneath me Um, too, but you know. So anyway, um, (laughs) Uh, sorry. Go go back. What is a chat? What is this? What are you talking about? What is that? Chat is is a bunch of. It's a bunch of little, little, little things. Oh, yeah, and they're they're all like looking up at us. Yeah, yeah. And they're all like tiny babies, the dumb babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're 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 like all kind of clustered together. They're kind of like one big blob. You can't really make distinctions between the individual actors, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But but you can if you pull one out and you yell at it, then you can yell at one at a time. But like, and when they're all together, they're they're all like one amorphous blob of chatter. Mm-hmm. yeah got it yeah so yeah that's so that's what they are um fair enough uh what i, <laughs> what I was gonna say was um so what other kind of so you've done this you've done this it, how long it's been a week so far right because mm. i know that you posted this on like sunday last week mm. um and have you had any like any, even remotely any kind of like media approach you about this oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. Uh, okay I've given statements to uh, Forbes, uh, uh, BuzzFeed, LA Times, NBC. Uh, it's been picked up by Mary Sue, by um, oh god, by like so so many, yeah, so many. So, and what what's your experience ben, of that? Ben Shpipo like... found out about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I, I knew I knew Nicotine. about that one. Nicotine. Um, 
Stop. <laughs> what I was what I was going to ask you regarding that is like, how has your experience been around that? And do you feel like the media have actually accurately portrayed what's going on? Um, yeah, I guess that's yeah. That's I'll 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 say this. Uh, I'm always willing to talk to press. I love talking to press. Um, I have a lot of experience talking to press. Uh, I don't have a Wikipedia page yet. Uh, chat. But, uh, but I do talk to press uh, as, as often as I can. And one of the things that I've just learned over time is that um, is that if you ever have like a like a really important point uh, that's like a, that doesn't like sell as well or like doesn't have as like as quippy of like a tagline, it's going to be very difficult for you to get that out there. So um, so the statements that I've made to the press have overwhelmingly been like, hey, creators need more control over the ads that we're being shown, because the, the ads that we're associated with, because if we don't have that control, we end up with stuff like this or like the military or like bad, you know, actors who just decide to like pay the platforms we're on a bunch of money uh, to, to show like heinous ads to our communities. But that doesn't play as well as like trans person hates Harry Potter. So all of the statements that are in like big media outlets right now are like, are like nicotine hates Harry Potter. And I'm like, you guys have missed the entire point. But you know what? It's fine because the the coverage of the game is overwhelmingly like controversial. <laughs> it's overwhelmingly a conversation about ethics. It's fine. It's still a successful big W in my opinion. I just wish that there were more people discussing uh the the actual problem which is the fact that there's tons of anti-trans legislation happening right now and there is uh there's a, a a vacuum of cis support and it's no more apparent than with wizard game mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and in terms of um solidarity from other streamers and other content creators how wide has the scope been and been on that <laughs> <laughs> uh it's been very mixed actually um there have okay. been some there have been some wonderful content creators who've uh who've been very vocal about their support and there have been others uh who have been uh whiny little babies about it and it's very amazing to way. me and it's amazing to me because some of the whiny little babies about it have been saying things like Meh, consumer activism doesn't work but then they you know you have to look at the <laughs> at the coverage of the game which is now overwhelmingly one of ethics and controversy and think to yourself gee would this have been the coverage if there hadn't been so much attention paid towards uh you know a statement about not playing the game to be like in solidarity with trans people would that have been the case i don't know who knows right Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna say no. It was. Yeah. I'm gonna say no too. When it's spontaneously bad, press, when it's spontaneously just start to rebel against J.K. Rowling. The other thing too is that there are a lot of content creators, uh, a couple of content creators out there who have made sweeping statements like, "If only we'd been allowed to play the Wizard game, then we could have supported trans people." <laughs> and it's kind of like you have a job that relies on creativity on the on the 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 burst of creativity you've been given a platform by so many people who value that creativity and the most creative thing you can do is play a wizard game to raise money for trans people did they forget that like h bomber guy rose like over a quarter of a million dollars for mermaids by playing 
fucking Donkey Kong? Did they Literally just forget? Donkey Kong. Did they forget Donkey about Kong. Don- AOC? Was I was on that stream? Did they forget yeah. about Donkey Kong? Like they're it's one of the best things. I saw nobody. I saw nobody going into like a GTA roleplay server and like pretending to be like you know goofball little like dork wizards to, to like to raise. I saw. I saw no creativity whatsoever. It's just whining people mm. grifting for attention and clout mm-hmm. by saying, oh, if only we could have raised money for the Harry for with with the, the Harry Potter game, then trans people would be saved and it would be all because of us. Oh, well. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's, really it's such a false Yikes. Right? Yikes. I'm not going to yeah. name names, but if you're saying that while also doing a fundraiser for another cause that you're not having to play <laughs> The video game where you're like being openly like bigoted against that group like you don't have to play like i'm bigoted against the group that i'm raising money for like video game to raise money for those people like you're, you're showcasing the absurdity of your statements like yeah i'm not gonna name names <clears throat> but um get it together yeah. like yeah. You, <laughs> get it to together yeah. um <laughs> It, I, it all goes back to this sense of like smug entitlement that it's if whether it be cis, whether it be white, you know, what have you. Um, it's this smug sense of like entitlement that I'm to be catered to. And if I cannot be catered to, then I'm going to have a temper tantrum and cry oppression and cry. Mm-hmm. I'm a victim and cry. This is this is harassment and bullying or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not going to give you your life saving money. How about that? Now yeah, you don't right. get to live. How about that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Let me play my transphobic game. So, <laughs> one thing um, that I've noticed, um, I mean, for example, like I saw your um, tweet and I was like, oh, this is a really good excuse to like have a week off. I should do that. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was thinking, well, I actually already do a protest like an ongoing protest on my stream on twitch which is like to encourage people to sub off twitch Mm -hmm. um for the reasons that well not not only the reasons that we're talking about here the hogwarts legacy ads but also like like what nicotine mentioned like the the military ads um also the fact that they took so long to deal with the hate raid problem etc right um i don't even know if they're still um affiliated with a charity autism speaks like that's been a huge thing as well so like i actively encourage they my... also were affiliated with lgb lgb, LGB alliance. alliance as well yeah yeah. yeah yeah and um you know great that they got rid of that but like there are still things ongoing and this is just part of one of them so i thought like well i'm already doing this protest and, and i think it would be cool to to sort of like you know mention what's going on with nicotine and um but just on that, because that is something that's been a layover from Wreck-It Raven. Wreck-It Raven actually introduced me to the sub-off Twitch idea and a couple of other people who were involved in the Twitch Do Better campaign uh, back in 2020 or 2021, I can't remember, um, when the hate raids were, you know, basically doing their thing. Uh, well, when they, were, when they were stronger than what they currently are. Um, but yeah, I was wondering as well, have you seen any other kind of like different protest that it has sort of like been alongside this like have you seen any other content creators doing anything like this um i have been uh i have been going on uh i've been going on twitch only pretty much to like scroll through my follower list and just like unfollow people <laughs> who are playing Hogwarts Legacy. I have uh I've I've been, you know, I've been like DMing friends, uh other, you know, peers of mine, content creators, and uh just kind of checking up and seeing how they're doing and 
Uh, I have seen a lot of people on social media also taking some time away from streaming. And um, and I think that the 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 win condition is absolutely just that the conversation around the game is uh, is so like dire. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't believe that a win condition is that nobody ever plays the Harry Potter game ever. But I do believe that the win condition is that people think twice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And and again, like on, on boycotts in general, it's like, um, you know, one of the biggest boycotts that most people know of is uh, BDS, boycott, um, deny, I can't divest remember. Divest sanctions. Boycott, divest sanctions. Um, and, you know, they have made that illegal in multiple countries. It's, it's if you don't know about the boycott, divest sanction uh, movement, it's it's one that basically encourages governments to stop, um, you know, to, to, to basically put sanctions on Israel because of the apartheid, uh, you know, rule over Palestinian territory. And, you know, this is something that they've made illegal in multiple countries, uh, in places in the USA, uh, in places in Europe, like all over the fucking world. And, you know, they're only trying to they're only trying to make it illegal because it's effective. You know, this is the thing, right? It, it, it does work. And even if it doesn't work, as in like what Nicotine is saying is like, stop everybody from buying products from Israel. It gets people talking about it. So, you know, again, like, yeah, it's a dub. It's a dub that people are talking about it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um yeah, because this, and it's it's such a good, this is like a really good episode. I'm really excited like to talk more about this because I think that this is something that we can really make movement on because we don't have a content creator union, right? Right. right it doesn't exist, but we could make one. And in fact, like, because it's an international thing, we don't even really need to like, you know, consider things like, oh, well, maybe we need like a place to meet up or whatever, like all the meetings could be done on like Zoom or Discord or whatever. Like, I have been thinking about this for so long. And it's something that I've mentioned to a couple of other people, like especially like on YouTube as well, because on YouTube, obviously they don't just have, uh, you know, transphobic ads, they have like all kinds of queerphobic ads, like all kinds of bigoted stuff. Matt Walsh is allowed on there, you know, Ben Shabibo, all these people, they're all like regulars, like the Steven Crowder show and all that stuff. It's all on YouTube. Like this, it's it's horrific that like, if you give YouTube money, you are basically funding hate. So, you know, in terms of like ideas that I've, that I've been wanting to, to, to sort of like, you know, put around and stuff like that is that as content creators, I don't think we realize how much power we actually have in terms of our, reach right so for example imagine if you will a scenario like this where everybody still streamed for a week but instead of streaming the content we streamed a screen that said your statement right and that thumbnail is going to show up on loads of people's recommendations loads of people's sort of like you know search bars and stuff like that and I was actually I was just, thinking about doing that myself. I was like, should I just like yeah. leave my stream on and just have a statement up? I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Because this this is something that is like, it's going to grab people's eyes, right? And I was wondering so if- So going to make it just going to be like, you're not allowed to do that. You, you yeah, have well, to, yeah, well, going to make it, a rule against it, but yeah. If they make a rule against it, then that proves that it's effective, right? And if they do it, then, you know, uh, people will find ways around it. We'll find ways around that, right? Um, what I would- what I wanted to ask is, is, is there any other kind of like things that you've been thinking nicotine over like the last week um, where it's like, Oh, maybe we could do this maybe or, or any other ideas about like online activism in general. I love the 
the idea that every time there's a big controversy, the conversation about whether or not streamers should have a union gets like a little bit louder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the idea that uh, that the conversation gets a little bit more serious and like a little bit more uh, um, overpowering, like every single time there's a major controversy. And one of these days, it's gonna happen. And there's gonna be, it's it's gonna happen uh, maybe uh, surprisingly. It's gonna happen when we least expect it, but it's, it's absolutely gonna happen. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know that, uh, I don't know that any content creation platform is prepared to handle uh to handle that they're just not gonna have uh you oh, know no. any kind they're not gonna have any kind of protocols in place to deal with it especially when so much of the way that these platforms moderate is necessarily by being very vague and non-specific yeah like absolutely. so if you've ever gone banned uh chat i've gone i've gone banned believe it or not shockingly uh i've what? been twitch is banned Kira, you yeah i know what it, stranger things have happened i uh, twitch has banned me um 10 times um <laughs> so when you try to like get, get like understand why you're banned it's always a struggle sometimes you can get like a specific answer but oftentimes what they'll tell you is or if you try to proactively be like hey i'm about to, i'm thinking about doing this thing twitch am i allowed to do this you can start like email them and ask them and they will respond with like, well, we can't tell you exactly what you can and cannot do, because if we do that, then creators will just try to uh, just circumvent the ter terms of service. So we can't tell you. And so a lot of the way, and YouTube does the same thing. So a lot of the way that these sites will like operate with their moderation is by like specific, like, like intentionally keep you in the dark to, to maintain this, like, Hey, we can do whatever you want basically. And, um, and then, and we can just claim that you broke terms of service. It gives us power over you, but also, um, it allows us to like, to, it makes you never really know, like it, it really it instills the sense of like dread in you and the sense of fear that like, Oh, I gotta be super, super, super like careful because I might violate some like unspoken law that I'm not mm. unaware of. Um, I would imagine that with a like streamer union that this would this is one of those areas that would probably be uh very unprepared like this this vague this, these vagaries that that these platforms have like used to their benefit to to control the uh, content creators that make them exist period because they wouldn't exist without us um I think that uh, a union would make would be a very confusing time for these platforms in this specific regard. I'm sure others, but in this one, I, th I would love to see the results of of a, of a bunch of streamers being like demanding that we get a clear set of terms of service specifically, and that we can hold like the like whichever institution accountable when they don't follow through with upholding that specifically. Because I've yeah. gone, I've been banned for all sorts of things, Chad. I was, I was banned for wearing a bathing suit in a bathtub. And I don't know if you noticed, but there is now a category for that. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I, I've, I've been banned for, for, for lots of things that are like very absurd things that I have seen people straight up doing in other capacities that don't get banned for. Um, uh, and I, I would ask you one to never really like, unless this person, unless this streamer is being like really unethical or something, which you know, that I, I'm not trying to say that that's ever supposed to be like defensible, but if you see someone doing a thing that is like, I've been banned for, but there's another creator that is not banned for it. Don't, don't blame that creator. 
that's not their fault. Like I've seen that sometimes happening where people get like mad at them. They think that like they're getting away with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rules exist at all is absurd. And we should like, it's cool and base when, when people can, can subvert, you know, yes, exactly. Subvert that. That's Um, right. That's what, um, they're, that's what they're there for. I see people doing this a lot with quote unquote booby streamers where they're like, well, this person wore this and they got away with it, but this person wore something similar and they did not get away with it. And then they'll blame the the woman who did get away with it, quote unquote, got away, get away with wearing clothes. <laughs> wearing, um, they, they will blame like the creator that did get away with it instead of blaming the entire concept of like slut shaming people out of air income, you know, and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So like, I just want to make that statement, like, please, please don't attack any of these streamers, um, any, any of these content creators that are just existing. And, you know, another one is just existing. The other one gets banned, but one doesn't, you know, it's, it's a statement. Twitch's problem. I gave a statement to daily dot. Uh, I want to say like three years ago when Twitch updated its toss to include uh fetish, like you can't do anything fetish related. And it was around the same time that Tumblr had done something very similar. And what Tumblr had found was that people were uh, still posting fetish content. It just wasn't the kind of fetish content you think. There was yeah. like there was like stuff about like stuffed animals. Like there's there's things you can't like you can't predict. Everything like, is a fetish. Everything yeah, can be someone, construed as some, a, me. I eat a grilled me sandwich. Streaming existing is mm-hmm. a fetish to some people. So like, what yeah. is that? Where does that leave me? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like to some love, people, trees are. Fetish, I would love, you know? yeah, exactly. I would love to see trees. the breakdown. I don't, I don't know how to get this data, but I'd love to see the breakdown of all of the bans that have been, all of the bans issued for sexual content and like the gender divide on that. I would love mm-hmm. to see like the sheer, because I would imagine it's like ninety nine percent femme, mm-hmm. and I think if that's the case, you have to wonder why a platform is finding. Of that, the vast majority of sexual content being created by one gender and the other gender, it just happens to not be sexual ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, but exactly. you know, I don't know how to acquire that information. So, um, yeah, just sort of like continuing on the 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 conversation about uh, you know potential ideas for you know, um, I guess uh, what what would you call it uh, online activism like uh, you know i'm thinking of of examples where things have gone really well and one of those things that's that's gone really well online online activism wise recently is when they put up there was someone there was like a a, a website where you could quote unquote report a drag show um happening in your town or neighborhood or whatever um, and one of the things that, that happened was like a bunch of people just basically like you know just destroyed the website they just like kept posting like you know oh my name's like john penis and there's a drag show happening in my ass like you know what i mean <laughs> which is great fun not only is it like good to do but it's fun uh and you're gonna have a fun time doing that so you know that's so I'm thinking like more like things like that and i think that having this conversation about online activism is super important because we need to remember how creative you can be with a PC and the internet. Like you can do stuff like this. Like there was a guy on Twitter, we at G- Great Manchester Tenants Union, we were actually gonna go to an event um, and you know protest it, but it got canceled because someone on Twitter set up a bot 
to basically destroy the Eventbrite page by just like add it like like you know ticket after ticket after ticket because it was a free ticket. So they thought that like three thousand people were going to turn up. So they booked a bigger venue, and then when the actual event happened, they didn't do that, and it was just like a massive venue with like you know fifty people. Um, so it just looked really cringe and they couldn't like promote it or anything because all the photos looked that odd. Um, so, you know, things like that, I think are, are really important mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, um, to take on board. And I think as well, this is another reason why we get these comments saying things like, well, obviously we get these news articles saying things like, uh, Twitch streamer harassed for playing Hogwarts Legacy. And, you know, they're, they're literally like, it, it, it's, it's there will be pushback against that in terms of, oh, look at these, uh, you know, crusty internet people. They're just like spamming the inbox of this one person and and they're they're sending them loads of hate mail. And really it's like something else that's happening. It's just like a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. So I think like what we have to remember when we're seeing things like the pushback against Hogwarts Legacy, for example, because I think a lot of people have been very depressed by this recently which is understandable i know i have i I, it sort of hit me the other day and i was like oh this this really sucks that so many people are like back in this you know and having like a friend as well be you know just sort of vague in 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 why he you know wants to push back on it. it was like really annoying but i think that that's something that we have to take um on board is that it doesn't matter what kind of online activism happens because of the very nature of that being online and people feel more free to act like an arsehole on the internet um you know it's it's that whole argument about the internet being a, a, a double-edged sword uh we do have to be prepared for for what the pushback is going to be and if it is this nonsense of like oh well i just bought the game to annoy the queer community then like just ignore it because, you know, they're desperately trying to get to people. They're desperately trying to get to you. They know that when they say things like this, it's it's to get a reaction and shit like that. It doesn't make it okay, and I'm not excusing it, and I'm not saying everybody's going to be able to handle that kind of abuse. Um, but it's something that we have to remember. But you know, just, when- no, it's nothing. It, it, you There's... When you're trying to approach, like, when you're, when you're being flooded with, like, shit, there's, there's certain... Um, there's certain there's certain input that you should pay attention to and then there's certain input that you don't have to pay attention to allow right. yourself the allow yourself to 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 just not pay and, and this is so much easier said than done I and mean, I'm really not trying and I don't I know that I can speak for Mule. we're really not trying to be like LMAO, just close your eyes. Ha ha ha. It's, you know, whatever. It's not, that's not how this shit works whatsoever. I can tell you personally, um, we've all, everyone in this call right now has been uh, the sub, you know, the target of, of hate campaigns, probably multiple hate campaigns. Um, so I think we can all agree that this is not a thing you can just like shut your eyes, whatever. But sometimes you feel like this obligation that you have to, like, there's some, you have to like, look at this hate and you have to like afford it some level of like seriousness that you have to like you have to in in like internalize it to some extent or else something or else like i don't know um you there's certain there's certain um there's certain input that people will try to like like force you to have to internalize that you can do yourself the favor and you you were you were not obligated to have to actually take it seriously and this is right. this is some of it like it sucks it, it sucks right it sucks but like I, I don't know if i'm making any sense to anyone right now 
because I'm, no, I'm you are, that, you okay, are. That makes sense. This is something yeah. that, like, if you're at least for myself, like as 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 being targeted by so many like hate campaigns, um, like harassment campaigns, there this makes sense to me. Like, there is this part of me that feels like I'm supposed to put a little bit of credibility onto a, a, a hateful thing that someone tells me that I have to pay it a little bit of attention at the very least. And I have to invest, I have to, I have to internalize it a bit. It has to become a part of me a bit. Um, and I'm telling you that you don't actually have to do that. It's still going to hurt. It still sucks, but like, you don't have to do that. If that makes any sense. Yeah. The block yeah do you understand button. what I mean? The block button is your friend. The mute button. You're not is your a friend. bad person for blocking. You're not weak for blocking. Yeah, You're winning for blocking because you don't have to see them anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's only the internet. Like it. Like I know that what we're <laughs> what we're doing the internet's here. Internet's a powerful thing, but at the same time. Yeah, we have to remember that it's like you know, ha responding to every single person who's giving you the worst circular argument in the world. You know, is not necessary. You don't have to do that. Um, but yeah, I wonder, Nicotine, have you got any like insight on that in particular? Yeah, uh, this we're like the first real generation that's ever had to deal with this. <laughs> like we, like we are the really the first human beings in history to have to deal with like uh, something that we've said being listened to by thousands upon thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people, mm -hmm. and facing uh, you know social ramifications for that, and people don't know how to respond to that. People are so removed from the human element that they're fully willing to just say you know the worst things they can possibly think of without even considering the fact that like we're all human beings, and uh, and I think that's uh, that you know, if you lose sight of that, like it can be a really difficult, like emotional time for you. So, um, so if you're here and you're experiencing, you know, hate or harassment online, like, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're kind of a trailblazer, you know? True. Actually incredibly true and based. Mm -hmm. Um, I think personally the Hogwarts legacy thing is going to be old news by tomorrow personally mm. you know we live on like a, a sort of like seven day news cycle it just uh, when a week happens that's it. It, it it's 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 over sometimes it's even faster nowadays so it's going to be interesting to see what kind of stuff people are talking about regarding it next week um but i do genuinely think that like this has been it's been a, it's been a rough week for sure um and i it's been think successful it, though as much as it's been rough that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's been it's been successful because there are so many people talking about it, um, you know. And I think I think that yeah, I think that now is the time that we need to be having a louder conversation, like you say, Nicotine, about streamer unions and about like what we could potentially achieve as a union and what it would mean. And you know, because people seem to really like again, as I was saying before, it's like not only do you have a huge reach as a content creator, not just by the algorithm of whatever platform you're on, but you also have an audience. And I was saying this to my chat um, earlier this week, because one person in my chat said to me that a streamer they knew was streaming Hogwarts Legacy. And it's like, oh, well, they've only got like five viewers or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and I said, that doesn't matter. Like if they've got five viewers, that's five people who may not know that it's super cringe and and you know the, bad the biggest to play that game. the biggest uh the biggest 
uh, most insidious thing that corporations have done to content creators is make us believe that the lower your like view count is, the less valuable you are. Mm. I, right. I see this all the time with with hashtag support small streamers. Like if you ever have a uh, a company reach out to you and they're like, hey, we'll give you free product if you shill for us and support small streamers are like, are like, ooh, free product. And they just like latch onto it because they believe that they don't have any value to these corporations. Like companies do not have a relationship with their base like content creators do. So it doesn't matter how many viewers you have. If you have any viewers at all, you have a relationship with somebody that is so unique and special to uh to your you know your relationship with your viewers but also to you know these corporations who only want to exploit it like you have so much power and you have so much responsibility like you have Mm -hmm. a responsibility to your community to like not harm them which is something that gets lost a lot in you know Mm -hmm. in you know a lot of big streamers chats Mm -hmm. um so I, I urge everybody, if you are a content creator of any size to, to I, I implore you, like explore these ramifications, because if you don't, you, you might end up, uh, you know, really harming your community mm-hmm. or being exploited in a way that you didn't even fathom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think um <clears throat> try not to complain right now about stuff. <laughs> everything <laughs> you're saying, I'm just like, don't say that because it's yeah. going to get us off track. You but could, I have so uh, many things to say about irresponsible content creators and yeah. just uh, it's not it's not the point of this conversation. It's not the point, chat. Stop it. Stop it, chat. Focus. Listen, I, th- I think everybody's fine with this uh, stream being a little mule and carry, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but what yeah for me by the way you're pina what's my name oh i don't know i'm terrible at stuff like this you this... call me sweet kira i actually sweet like kira that. i like calling you sweet beautiful kira because you're Aww. sweet beautiful kira so there you go um yeah that's yeah that's what i wanted to talk about i wanted to um so yeah so let's talk about this so you know i think another conversation that's to be had about this kind of stuff is the spoiling the game thing. <laughs> right now <laughs> wait, wait, because wait, wait. I just, uh, oh wait, I, I, I got something right now. Did, sorry, I, I have to interrupt. This is breaking news. What is it? He, uh, Professor Fig died. Whoa, what? And you're saying that there's no other way to play the game that prevents that no, from happening? That's necessarily all, all plot lines lead to that. It doesn't matter what your decisions are. Uh, you know, but, did, but, did Ro- but did Rookwood still uh, still curse Annie? Rookwood cursed yeah, Annie. The goblins refrained for it. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also, the game is just really... This is all breaking. Sorry, here ways. at Red Planet, we want to keep you apprised of all the latest uh, in, in <sighs> news. Everything news. And so I, it's my responsibility yeah. to deliver the news that... Rookwood cursed and and uh to Professor Fig dies. Yeah. So, you know, after that breaking news, I think like one of the things that we should ask is like, is it ethical to spoil a game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that actually, yes. In fact, to it's ruin not just the ethical, day. it's praxis. Yeah, it's praxis. Yeah. <laughs> to ruin the day of of uh, like what what I love about spoiling the game, this is why can, can I just take a moment to explain? Um, so I hate spoilers. So personally, when I spoil, when I'm spoiling this game, it says, I think it it should, it should communicate just how much of a piece of shit you are for playing this game. Um, But um, for people on the internet, like I'm sure there's people out there that have like, don't, that live under a rock, somehow got their hands in the game, whatever. We're not talking about those people. We're talking about people that are actually going to be paying attention to like 
you right. know, people that are people that are exposed to like the inner the conversations that we're having, like the conversation. Fully ignorant people, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, also, Snape kills Dumbledore. That's true. Yeah, Snape kills Dumbledore. Um, so what I love about spoiling this is like the sense of entitlement, like we like I was talking about before about like uh, in this case, cis people, um, their sense of entitlements with like how their you know people might have their issues blah 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 but at the end of the day the cis person should be able to live in comfort and convenience and that's their rights and everyone else if if other people don't that's so sad for you but it doesn't really you know it doesn't change the fact that there's a hierarchy there that the cis person is 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 like basing their 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 perspective off of that they deserve you know all the nice things that they deserve to have uh, society catered to them that they are the main character so like right. when you're spoiling the game you're like directly like spitting in the face of that because you're like you really thought that you could just like have your game and no you can't like we're gonna ruin that for you your your sense of entitlement is like being like directly violated by me just ruining your fucking experience here's another thing i'm a big fan of movies um it pains me beyond belief that nicotine suck sunday is so late on a sunday because i would love to to, to take part however um noted i'm, like, I'm a <laughs> big yeah if you listen if you wake up super early one day there's every i, I would you know i'll be super down to get well you don't have to you know you know it's one of the, whatever anyway listen into it mule look into it i'll, I'll have my and people I'll, I'll, call your people all right yeah let's let's think about that I'll um, i don't care whatever it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever anyway um so yeah like uh, i'm a big fan of movies i'm a big fan of film like i'm one of these fucking film nerds i can talk to you for for a thousand years about how tetsuo the iron man i bet 90 percent of you don't even know what that is is a queer love story right i can talk to you about that for days um and here's the thing about about stories chat here's the thing about like a plot and and how things work right so if you have a plot point in a game or a story that is like so necessary that like the entire story and enjoyment of it is like on that one point in the plot then you have written a shit story like that's the truth right that's just a fact it's like if you like you know say oh well you know bilbo like i'm i'm going to say it chat lord of the rings is shit like if you if you did not know like you know fucking frodo goes to to mount doom and he's just such a win it that he can't put the 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 ring in uh, you know in mount doom and then smeagol has to do it smeagol has to do it for him oh my god like it's terrible it's like a bad story it's like fucking hell like if that's the thing that like ruins the story for you then shit you've not been enjoying the uh you know the story like because there's a lot of writing in lord of the rings that makes it a more enjoyable experience than just that one fucking fact see i was Boycott actually i was i was twisting i was doing a twist of my own actually just there i don't know if anyone recognized what i just did but anyway right so that's the thing it's like if you're like if you're not going to enjoy a game because you know that like Professor Fig dies and there's nothing you can do about it and Rockwood cursed Anne and the goblins were framed, then, you know, find a better game. Like there's much better games to enjoy out no, there. there like isn't. There's no other games, Mule. There's only this one game. I can't be a wizard anywhere else. And I certainly can't be a wizard better anywhere else, Mule. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I stand corrected. I want, yeah. argument. 
I want to do somersaults. Can you find me a game where I can do somersaults? And no, magic? there's no other game that does that ever. Actually. Wasn't there a wizard game that just came out, but it had a female protagonist, and everybody was like real mad about it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I kind of, I kind of remember. I kind of remember that people were mad. <laughs> it came out like last week. <laughs> I kind of remember. I kind of, I kind of remember people were mad that like she said things in a normal way. That's something yeah. I remember. People were so upset that she said a sentence that was relatable and interesting and actually like made me interested to to check out the game. And like, like wasn't built on a the back of a franchise controlled by a transphobe. That, yeah, that was also a benefit to that game. Uh, nuts, right? Crazy. I just like honestly can't believe it sometimes when there are things like this that exist. Um, so you know, obviously, I hope everybody in chat knows. I hope everyone in chat is able to like detect like the la- layers of irony that we're going through here. But anyway, um, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's important to say. It's important to note that like, you know, these are the effects of what a boycott is right it's like and and again like it's such a small thing to be annoyed that you like you found out that dumbledore dies at the end it's like in the, in the grand scheme of your life you're gonna forget about that in in five weeks like at the most at the absolute most so you know if your argument is that like oh it's childish to spoil the game you know where was this uh defense of like the last of us like where was this defense of all the other games that have had spoilers um there was one uh it was resident evil 8 i think like there were so many spoilers going around for that game and there wasn't there was hardly any like any kind of um you know Can I say uproar something? about it and stuff of course yeah i'm okay with stories not being great i don't think it's a moral issue i don't think it's unethical if a story if it's spoiled it ruins the story. I don't. I don't think that's an issue, a moral, a moral deficit. If you enjoy "quote unquote" poor storytelling, I just want to make it very clear. Uh, I am very bothered by spoilers personally. I don't think that's a moral failing of myself, and doesn't. I don't think that makes me like a lesser person. Um, I think th- so. I want. I just want to get us back on track with that. You're, what you're saying is probably technically true. That a bad story is one in which like one detail given like if it ruins the whole thing then it's a bad story that's probably technically true but as far as like the relevance and like you know like you know fucking hogwarts legacy fans sucking like they you know it who cares so like who cares if they if you like if you like like lazily written things that's fine i like lazily written things i like really like I like like Hallmark romances. Like I think they're uh, really cringe, and I enjoy the I enjoy how cringe they are. And if someone just gave me gave away like the one plot point, the singular one, I'd be like, yeah, that kind of sucks that you did that. Actually, I'm not gonna be like, well, good for you because it's not a good story. Like I think it's okay to like not want things spoiled, but I'm defending ruining the days of transphobes here. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. A, it is I, a human I, imperative to enjoy art. Like it's what it's literally what separates us from machines. Like be, the the human ability to create and enjoy art is is what makes us fundamentally human. Like it's an experience we share across our species. But uh, but there is there is a difference between between enjoying art for its own sake or and enjoying art uh, because it's transphobic because it's like a 
It's like a uh, like a socially acceptable form of transphobia, like uh, mm-hmm. like the people who are whining about uh, mm-hmm. Hogwarts legacy right now. The people that are whining about Hogwarts legacy, I want to see how much they've whined about uh, transphobia. I'm going to see how much they've like actually showed any sort of compassion whatsoever for trans people. And by the way, I don't want to reduce this conversation. I know we're talking to nicotine right now, and this is with regards to like a very specific, um, like how JK Rowling has been very like her, her, her main thing is being a turf, but I don't want to overshadow the, the, uh, slavery apologia in, in not even apologia. It's more like, like, like outright defense, like, like actual advocacy for slavery. And then it's They're happier this way. Yeah, yeah. The actual yeah. advocacy for slavery. Um, the 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 extreme anti-Semitism. Can I say like it's like I've I haven't played the game, but like people that that are like have or like are researching it or whatever have showed some extremely disgusting anti-Semitism. In short, what it in short the anti-Semitism uh, comes to this. J.K. Rowling straight up admitting, yeah, the goblins are Jews. Yes, that's in fact what I yeah. meant to do. But that's 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 the that's the crux of it. She's outright just admitting that the goblins that are the bankers, the, the evil, like calculating bankers, are in fact Jews. That's what she's yeah, doing. If you if you look at the at the the designs of the um Harry Potter goblins and like an image, um, it looks extremely similar to, you know, Nazi era propaganda about jews like uh, you know and not not even just like not even just like you know 1930s germany but also like you know various other places where pogroms against jews have happened like where you know they've created propaganda against jews and shit like that like it's it's extremely yeah. fucked like yeah it's so I wanna, very yeah obvious. i just want to make that statement because i don't I, I feel like there's a lot if, if we're trying to criticize the the work itself there's a lot more to be said than just transphobia um so I just want to make that very clear. I I don't want to leave out um like the the, the, well. the yeah, the the immense racism. I don't want to leave out the the anti-Semitism, uh, which is, could be considered racism. Um, I, I don't want to leave these things out. Um, uh, but I I we are discussing primarily JK Rowling as a the leader of a hate movement against trans people. Um so I forget why I mentioned this, I mentioned it for a reason, but I'm glad I got it out there at least because I you got I it do, out there. I, I do see a lot of the conversation online with regards to J.K. Rowling and the video game Hogwarts Legacy being like it, it primarily discussing um, its effect on trans people. And I think that one, like that's not tech, it's not even technically accurate to like what the work is what what jk rowling and and hogwarts legacy is it's it's far more than just attacking trans people um and two i think that the representation of transphobia as being an isolated kind of like surgically isolated form of bigotry that you can have while also being very you know you can be very like inclusive and very um supportive of every other minority is inaccurate and i i, I think we should do a better job of making that point like a lot of if if you're like hey like a lot of people are transphobic right but they like to play they like if they're openly transphobic because i've seen quite a bit of that this week i think that they they're very likely to be also happily openly anti-semitic but i think a lot of them would be like whoa 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 how dare you um because maybe they just haven't cozied up to that idea and they still think of it as like uh something that is 
something they don't want to be publicly associated with, regardless of how they actually feel. Um, I think it's important that we drive the point home that all of these forms of bigotry are interconnected. They necessarily have like tangled themselves up to with each other and all share kind of like this similar like hive mind. Um, so it's not just about the transphobia. It's about it's it's about oppression of marginalized peoples. Well, this is um, being lumped in as like woke. But I don't want to. Yeah, but yeah, well, whatever. But I don't want to. I don't want to undermine the conversation about transphobia because it's ex extraordinarily dire that we have it. Um, I just want to make that point very clear. Does that make sense, chat? Does that make sense, everyone? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm just mindful that we've got um five minutes before questions. There's no, there's not really any questions, so it's fine, really, anyway. Uh, but is there anything that you wanted to to make sure that you mentioned here on the show today, Nicotine, that you've not so far? Um, yeah, just that, uh, just that I, I I am so happy that um that I have seen so much uh solidarity where I have seen it. Yeah, uh, it hasn't been everywhere, but yeah. it has been in some places that I'm very, very, very proud of. So that's something I'm, that I've, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. Sorry to cut you off. I'm just like, no, really, no, it's, yeah, this is something that, like, again, I'm not trans, so I'm not speaking to my own personal. I, I would imagine it hits a little different if it's directly about you, right? Um, but it's as much as it's been, it's been immensely depressing to see how many people just suck. Um, I do think that the ties that we are, the, the the community that we're building with people that are standing up is something that, that's a, that's substantial, that didn't, at least for me, didn't exist maybe like a week ago. Um, I think with each of these types of, like, um, each of these moments or, or these these events, um, it, it's, it's there is a flip side to it. You know, there's the harm, but there's also the the beauty that can be created out of that harm, um, the community that you can build, the, the shared like experiences that you can like heal from together as a community and, and, and actually aspire to something greater and better. Um, that's something that I've noticed personally, again, not trans. So it hits, it, it probably does. I know it, it hits different if you are. Um, but, but that's something that I've been really, I, I I hope that people start to focus on that because I know it's hard to not see all the the darkness, you know. Here at Red Planet, we try really hard to 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 fight doomerism. And that's that's what I'm trying to do right now. Um, but we shouldn't try to undermine the the traumas and the the harms that people have experienced because that's not fighting doomerism. That's just being like toxic positivity and just denying uh, the realities that should never be denied necessarily should never be denied. Um, so yeah, sorry to cut you off. I'm so sorry, Nicotine. No, I love that's okay. you. No, that, <laughs> you made excellent points. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I have a question for you actually. What do, uh, cause I know that boycotting a, a video game and, um, you know, spreading the word about JK Rowling is like not, it's not necessarily like trans activism. It's like abstaining from extra transphobia and like showing your in standing with solidarity with trans people in like the most minimal way possible. But um, what do you think um, people could do to actually show their support of, uh, I know it's a huge question and there's like a, this could be like an entire 
entire yeah, I can give planet. you my my favorite ways. Yeah, yeah, that, your favorite uh, ways. Your favorite my, ways. My favorite ways that cis people could support trans people are some of the following. Uh cis people uh, have uh you know a pretty important voice in the conversation regarding whether or not I should live. So it'd be great if you could call your local legislators. I know there are a ton of uh of legislation there's a ton of legislation out right now that's uh, anti-trans in nature and it would be great if you could use your voice to call those legislators they don't even have to be your legislators they can be anybody's legislators you just all you got to do is call them you don't even have to live there you can just call them or email them if you don't want to call on the phone that stuff is so important uh so please please do that uh if you have uh if you come across somebody's gofundme for surgery or somebody's you know, go fund me for they need to get out of a, you know, out of a bad state where they're like now illegal, like don't donate to them, uh, you know, find ways to support trans people in your life. And if you don't have trans people in your life, like find ways to support trans people online, if you're trans content creators, support trans people just in general. Mm-hmm. And um, and thank you for, for all of that support. Mm-hmm. I know that's a great answer. Um, Jesse Gender. Uh, release a video that I just I mentioned earlier. I think it's titled "I'm Done Talking About J.K. Rowling." I'm done with J.K. Rowling. I'm yeah. done with J.K. Rowling. Yeah, it's a fan fucking tastic video. If you have any ambiguity on the t- on anything we've been discussing today, watch Jesse's video. Give her the view. Subscribe. And this is the part I wanted to say. Write a nice comment. So Aranok's been like, "Hey, write something nice for Jesse," because there's a lot of hate out there. Like, there's a lot of. <laughs> Bigots show a lot of solidarity for bigotry, don't they? They love to stand up with other bigots and kind of come out like lockstep and to and to just bury someone in hateful comments. If you could say just something nice, like it, it actually makes a big difference. For me personally, like I, I again, I'm not, tra- I keep saying this, I'm not trans. I want to make it very clear, but I have been the target of a lot of like harassment campaigns. And from those experiences, I can tell you that those positive kind comments, they stick out like a sore fucking thumb, but in like the positive way, like an anti-sore thumb, like a really pleasurable thumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? The best thumb. The best of thumbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they do make a difference. What did they say? It's like um, two, two, two positive comments outdoes one negative comment, right? There is like an actual percentage of hateful comments versus like there's a ratio where like, at a certain point it tips and then you start actually like feeling like you're not just drowning in hate. There's actually a psychological effect on that, like that ratio has on you. So just be part of that. And it costs nothing. It takes two seconds. You can say, it doesn't have to be an intricate comment. You can be like, thank you so much for saying this. Here's some examples, very short things you could say in Jesse's comment section. Thank you so much for saying this. I appreciate this video so much. You're amazing. Yeah. Or even just be like, legitimately honest and be like yo i'm here to support you because i know people are being shitty to you yeah. like just being yeah. genuinely honest break down the like, fourth the yeah the fourth wall there and just yeah. go straight to it yeah that goes for trans content creators of all stripes right like people on youtube people on on twitch on twitter like you if you see a trans content creator just existing and like you know being trans in public you know just do your best to just encourage and support people you know God, I we love get, your. We had an ahead. overwhelming amount of hate, so like you have the opportunity to be somebody's like hero. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, right. Yeah, right. um, I loved your comment, your your tweet the other day, which was like, "So all the people like crying about 
being bullied because they played the wizard game. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope that you never have to endure like what it like the like. God, how did you put it? You put it in such a great way. Something about I just find it. I, the people who the people who are, you know, who are so hurt that they received like the most mild criticism for playing the the wizard game. Like, I hope that they never have to transition. Like, I hope they never have to go through like the 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 like overwhelming amount of hatred that trans people experience like on a daily basis. You know, they, they would uh, they would they would never survive. They would never survive it. If like if you go to tears because somebody did like the most mild critique of, you know, said, your, hey, of your actions that you yeah. knew were wrong in the first place. Like, I hope you never have to transition. Yeah, I was thinking that about my friend that, that sort of kicked off a little bit because he has a, a son and I'm like, damn, I hope that kid is never like queer in any way. Like, it's just going to be so shit for them. Um yeah I, I yeah i feel that for sure um so like we've actually had like a lot of questions just like flood in at the end here which is annoying yeah, thanks a I lot thought, chat thanks could, a lot you know i thought we could sort of wax lyrical for a bit longer but no yeah, we have to do a, a proper episode again now um okay so let's start with the comment section uh the question section sorry i've been talking about youtube comments my brain doesn't work Pretty Nosferatu, which is a phenomenal name. I actually love that so much. Um, says, how are you taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally? How am I taking care of myself? Yeah, these are all questions for you. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, this is your moment. I've been playing a lot of violin lately. I've been I've been learning violin. I've I'm been so I love that you're doing that. So <laughs> cute. You pull up the violin, you're like, here we go. And it's I do. I the most I beautiful love it. thing I've ever heard in my entire I, life. I love it. Yeah. I uh I have it right here. You guys want to hear? Yeah, I would love something? to, Chad. This is what I've been this is what I've been practicing. I learned a new song. Are you ready? I'm so excited. I'm ready. Here we go. Why does it sound like that? Oh, thank you, thank you. Why? Yeah, thanks. Thank you. The audio that. on Zoom, the audio on Zoom was really bad, so I didn't hear like. Turns out, violin is very difficult to learn. <laughs> I've been playing. Yes. I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing violin. I've been actually hanging out with my community a lot. We've been connecting, playing video games together. It's been really, really fun. Uh, I've been having. Uh, I've been having taking some time to like actually you know get more in touch with my community and like you know i, I think that that's really that's really important you know to have uh to have to get back to that a little bit uh as a creator right yeah yeah especially when you know when your rather innocuous statement goes uh ballistic on twitter and suddenly you know like tens of thousands of people are like sending you death threats it's like important that people remember that you're a human being so Oh, oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> that. I've been bowling. Shit. I bowled 149 last week. Is that Yo, good? Let's yeah, let's go. That's pretty good. You, yeah, it's nice. uh, it's. I don't want to toot my own horn. It's uh, pretty good. Toot it. Fucking <laughs> toot it. Pretty that good. Oh, yeah. Cool. By the way, I noticed with the violin, you did the whole like wah, 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 thing. <laughs> like that's something. Vibrato. That's cool. yeah. Thanks. Some, I'm yeah. learning how to do vibrato. That's pretty cool. <laughs> 
I actually I actually picked up the violin because um because I have a theremin. Chat bought me a theremin uh, a few oh, years ago. What the hell? Yeah, so I, I've I've had a Moog theremin for years, and it's I've a always it's a it's an instrument that you play without actually touching it. It's an electric instrument. If there's antennas on it, so you like you move your hands around it to play it. You know, like the uh, traditional UFO noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, a theremin. Yeah. yeah. It's very very difficult to play, and uh, the what I've learned is that most of the best theremin players are also like really talented violin players because they they rely on like on similar like ear training skills yes so i've been there's playing no frets on a violin that's there's right no frets so I've, on a theremin, I've been learning yeah. violins so that i can have a leg up when i go to learn theremin oh that rocks that rocks yeah. so i didn't realize there was like a like an instrument that you don't touch yeah yeah it's you, really that's cool incredible it's super How fun that even a thing how i've never heard yeah. of this this is you oh, definitely have you something we it. didn't mention in the news today uh, there was a UFO that was shot down, and I'm pretty sure it was aliens. Yeah, so. there's several. There were a couple, right? I is the official position of Red Planet that we officially announced this is aliens. Wow. <laughs> Chat, you were here. Take Where me, were you when you take heard me the news? Away. Take me away. Take me away. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, me my body is ready. Take <laughs> me up. I'm ready. I'll, I'll leave. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to get abducted with me? Oh, what if we got abducted and we, and we had hands and we were both girls <laughs> and we were both girls. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> yeah. Scribbled Scribble Rose says, um, kind of a question. This feels like one of those, one of the few times the good side of the culture wars has taken the fight to the bad guys and won. How can we build on that momentum? Uh I think that it's uh that it's a snowball effect, right? Like it's, it's an avalanche. Uh the the I have every belief that if uh if people hadn't been so like forward thinking through this last week that the coverage of this game would have just been uh, abysmal it would have just been like oh the harry potter game came out we're all so nostalgic and just like puff pieces but now it's not like now it's it's overwhelmingly uh controversial which is uh which is huge because that like news coverage like that begets more news coverage like that and uh as long as you can keep uh maintaining the uh you know the 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 very rightful stance that uh that it's not a great property because of this 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 also the creator is a transphobe uh mm -hmm. then that's really important because it's 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 not just about the fact that harry potter is bad or that the jacob rowling is is awful like it's what it really comes down to is the fact that that you've drawn a line like all of you have drawn mm -hmm. a line and you've said and you've said that if you cis person walk over this line you can't be mad if we're like, hey, that's not very supportive. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't be upset at us if if we get uh, if we critique you. You can't fall to tears if we critique you uh, mm. with the most mild criticism. <laughs> like you, uh, you who call yourself an ally can no longer uh, operate indiscriminately as such um, by doing this thing that we have that we have repeatedly told you harms us. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is in extremely important. So I 100% um, agree with this. Yeah. Absolutely. I saw someone, someone's reply to like my tweet. Um, one of my, maybe it was my tweet in support of you. I forget. And someone was like, this sounds a lot like you're saying, if you're not with us, you're against us. It's like, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're getting it now. You're understanding it. It's not this like, oh, I support people, but I also do nothing about it. And then I just like, I don't have like, like, no, like if your actions have consequences. I know that you don't think they do because you live in this kind of like consumer brain that just like sees everything as like a TV show around you that doesn't actually have real life ramifications. But like with us or against us is in fact the reality with regards to like marginalized people. If you're not with in support of marginalized people, if you're not in solidarity with them, you are against them in a world that is killing them. Like that's the reality of it. Um, so yeah, I, I like, and also like, um, piggybacking off what you said, I had a friend that, uh, whatever they sent me this, they sent me this information. It was, it was really helpful. It, it, it shaped the tweet that I, uh, tweeted, uh, I retweeted them. It was basically like what a definition of a boycott is. Um, and boycotts are supposed to socially ostracize those people or so those participating in the thing being boycotted and everyone crying about, Oh, blah, blah, blah. You're, you're making me feel bad is learning the very basics about like what a boycott is. It's important that we remember this because a lot of people like to think that these actions or or these uh, political, I don't want to call them opinions, but these positions that they take aren't like truly like positions that should ever hamper their, their feelings of comfort with regards to like social acceptance. Cause social acceptance is like so important to people. They want to feel popular. They want to feel like they have clout. They want to feel you know, like their likes, that they get attention, so on and so forth. If you are cutting those people out of those of 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 what they perceive to be like their number one priority, um, I think it starts to hit people a little different. And so I I agree with you that like drawing that line in the sand, be like, this is it. And if you cross this, you're out. And it's not, this isn't, this isn't like this isn't something I'm saying lightly. I'm not saying this with like nothing back in it. I will, I will actually like cut you out of my life um, because you were no longer allowed to be in it. I think that keeping up that momentum, um, using that with, with care, obviously, um, cause it's a pretty extreme thing to do, but I think using it with care is, is absolutely the right thing to do, um, with regards to people just refusing to stand in solidarity with people that are being genocided. Yeah, absolutely. I said this in the beginning too that like boy the 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 point of a boycott is not uh it's not to it's not a zero sum thing. Like we the boycott isn't only successful if uh if nobody ever plays the Harry Potter game. The boycott the point of it is to create a dilemma. Like the point of the boycott is to create a dilemma. The dilemma is if I play the game then other people will feel that I am a transphobic person. Uh which I mean it's a if if you support transphobia what else does that make you mm-hmm. like it, it's it's to it's to create that sense of a dilemma and um and a lot of people have had to reconcile 100%. with that dilemma so many people have had to reconcile with that dilemma and that dilemma is something that cis people don't come up against very often mm-hmm. because cis people i love you cis people but you are very comfortable <laughs> you are very comfortable in your dominance over social issues and when suddenly you might get the the most minor critique or or uh, you know reconciliation with those with that comfort. Suddenly, uh, they can bring up a lot of feelings. Sometimes people, especially on Twitter, can be very like angry or or mean spirited or like or just crazy. 
but I, it is important that uh, that those uh, that those dilemmas are are raised in ways like this, and that mm-hmm. is the point of the boycott. And in that my eyes, so and in my eyes, that statement has been one thousand percent more successful than I could have even possibly dreamed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so fucking well said. Okay. Next question. Wait, which, oh, uh, oh. What, what, what are we doing? Which one? Go out. Did you read go out? I had to go for a wee. So I missed which one. A little cheeky wee. A little cheeky wee, mate. Bit of a cheeky wee. That's right. That's right. Yours is just Nick, as we good should as just do Kira's. our fake English accent the rest of the time. Just a bully. Yeah, please do. It's very good. I'll be an American for the rest of the show. Oh, that's like exactly what I sound like. That's exactly what she sounds like. I love it. I love that. (laughs) Okay. So, next question is from Goatide, who says I have a kind of broad question. What is, in your opinion, the most effective or unique aspect of online activism? Uh,. I think that never before in human history has uh, has our capacity to reach uh, so many people been amplified in this way, right? The 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 benefit of online activism is, I mean, it's also like the sword where we fall in all the time, right? It's also like the 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 downfall of uh, you know of online discourse that so many people can see like just the the worst opinions. But really, the the fact of the matter is that that uh, the internet has enabled us. Uh, an incredible reach, something that, you know, a couple generations ago, we couldn't have even dreamed of, um, you know, a decentralized, uh, decentralized method of, of, uh, of reaching human beings that isn't in control of, uh, of, uh, you know, media, media conglomerates and single, single people with the exception of obviously of, uh, Mm -hmm. of people who, who like to dabble like, uh, like Elon Musk friend of the show Elon Musk yeah um so i think that uh i think that it really is we exist in like a very interesting point in time where like never before have we ever really had the ability to reach so many people and that is the the huge benefit of online activism because suddenly uh you know you can just find yourself a part of a movement <laughs> and anybody can participate and and it's global and it's it reaches humanity <laughs> it's not just your your tiny little corner it's mm-hmm. it's everywhere and uh and that is uh that is extremely unique to uh to us we're like the first generation to really have to have to reckon with that cool cool great answer um i wait the next one yeah it's from just johnny Uh, He says, not a question, but more a statement for nicotine. Y'all are fucking awesome. I only knew about you after curated into you and you deserve more happiness and respect than you're getting at the moment. Oh, thank you. That's very nice. Thank you, Just Johnny. What, Just Johnny? Just Just Johnny Johnny has set the bar, chat. The rest of you must meet or exceed the bar. That's right. It's that easy, chat. It's (laughs) simply that easy it's that easy what you, you what have you three in. minutes to comply <laughs> johnny is a wee star i agree um so the next question is from base junkie 
this says uh, this doesn't pertain to online protests necessarily, uh, and you don't have to log it if it's a bad question. We log it anyway; it doesn't matter. Uh, but what advice would you give for trying to get through to friends and family about, in this case? JK Rowling. I have a loved one who's on the edge of understanding, but is still looking for ways to reconcile it with their their nostalgia Mm. for her products. Um, I think that it's important uh, to remember that there are a lot of people who just don't know. I mean, this is something that I had to learn as a trans person who came out, you know, 10 years ago that like, there's just a lot of people out there who don't at that point, who just like didn't know that trans people were a thing, that like trans people existed. <laughs> and uh, and in a lot of cases, as a trans person, I was like the only trans person that someone had ever met that they knew about. And uh, and so it was uh it would it was um it was difficult for me to be mad at people for being ignorant because they just they had no exposure to what you know what trans people were going through, like what trans people uh you know felt so um so do i believe that there are people who are just as equally ignorant about jk rowling today right now in 2023 it is possible uh i i think if if you are really close with somebody personally in real life you know a family member like a really close friend uh you know just try and let them know (laughs) that's uh that jk rowling has uh has said so many things uh you know that she's like vehemently anti-trans she's like a turf she's openly donating all this money to like anti-trans causes and uh and you know let them know how you feel about that um because is it possible that they don't know yeah but um but it is 2023 so there you go yeah that's a great answer do you want to do the next one kira yeah sure uh, this is from kiri magic I know there's been various boycotts in the past on various platforms for various issues and to varying levels of effectiveness. Do you think we'll start to see more in the future, especially with the coverage yours has gotten? I think that it's it's possible. I mean, I, I think that there have always been trans voices, you know, saying sometimes very loudly, like a thing is transphobic and people just play it anyway. <laughs> Uh, but I think that, uh, I think that more and more people are becoming more and more like conscious of that. So I, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely possible that there will be in the future more campaigns like this. Um, but I, I, I also want to make sure that we're, that we're, that we don't lose sight of like the, the point of this, because at the end of the day, it's not really about a video game. Like none of this is about a video game. It's very, even kind of loosely about the, the awful creator. Like what it really boils down to is like your trans friends like they're your trans people in your life like trans people on this planet who uh who experience like overwhelming amounts of like hate and anti you know trans legislation like ge- like literal genocide and if you fixate on the minutiae of it you you absolutely lose the forest through the trees and uh and and it's it becomes very very muddled very very quickly so it's important to remember like why you're why we're here <laughs> like why we're talking about this and why this is such a big issue because it's not i promise you it's not about a video game <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. yeah it's about dignity it's about solidarity it's about respect uh, it's about like it, understanding the gravity of like what's happening and how like this is such a fucking nothing in comparison. Yeah. It's Pascal Viotta says, question. I've recently had a breakdown over all of the online Hogwarts stuff in addition to my personal life. And it got to the point where I had to distance myself from social media. How would you suggest on taking better care of your mental well-being on and offline? 
online is uh is uh what I subscribe to is scorched earth i think is like a good term for it like i i ban first and ask questions later i ban yeah. so many i ban so many people that i uh that i ban people who like don't deserve it sometimes like i get i get people like cotton crossfire a lot Me and too. you know what that's completely fine like if, if somebody is like legitimately accidentally banned they'll reach out but uh but your like mental health is so much more important than that so uh i i i uh, ban first ask questions later on everything on twitter on twitch on on literally everywhere i can uh i i ban first ask questions later i think i have over 100,000 people banned on twitter like it's it's absolutely nuts um in fact a lot of people who uh were like complaining about my tweet i actually had already banned them <laughs> like i'd already blocked them on twitter oh hell yeah yeah it was great um in real life i think it's also equally important to to maintain uh some semblance of, of like peace with yourself you know like read books like go outside like make friends in real life who who aren't uh you know who aren't uh privy to the same like online drama like spend some time with people in your real life who like don't constantly remind you of that mm-hmm I was just going to say, like, you know, th- there is something really cool that you can do that we talk about on Red Planet all the time. Uh, and it's a little thing called organizing that also does amazing shit for the well for the well-being. If it's something that you obviously like can do and, you know, you- you're safe to do it and shit, um, uh, you know, just like, you know, the-, the-, the knowledge. So it's like it's one thing like what nicotine says like you know doing things that are like just generally good for you like that stuff's great and you might still be aware though of like you know the hell world right but like being involved with people who are actively doing stuff to make the hell world a better place to live in does fucking just amazing work for you for your psyche so you know if you if it's safe for you to do so if you can do so um get out there and join an org do you know what i mean just see some good work that people are doing and, and you'll really you'll really start to feel better for sure sorry if you had anything else to add to no, that. no that's that's it that's good yeah perfect. Sorry, the next one kira yeah sure um which one this one yeah okay <laughs> yeah um this is from the cheat 1312 I had an idea for what a Twitch union strike action would look like since Twitch streamers are all over the world and Twitch just has the HQ in San Francisco, the proxy picket line, the proxy wears the Twitch union members name stencil. Wait, what? What's happening? The proxy wears the Twitch union members name stencil painted on a t-shirt proxy carries sign designed by the union member proxy also carries statement for the press room by the striker with content info. What do you think? That is, I'm going to tell you what I think. That's some futuristic thinking right there. That's some problem-solving thinking. Okay, I, I'm I'm feeling like people aren't understanding the question. So, <laughs> well, it's, it's, I guess it's also like, I guess, I don't know, proxy, I think is just supposed to be like, you know, the, the thing, right? Yeah, like proxy is just supposed to be like the name of the union i guess i think that's what that's supposed to mean so people would show up as like representatives of people that are unable to be there is that what that is i think so uh yeah i don't know Nicotine, so the entire union would be a bunch of people that are representing people that can't be there yeah i i, don't know. I 
I mean, like that'd be cool and all to do that, but like, I don't know. I don't think it's necessary. If it's an online strike, I think, I don't really think, I mean, a physical presence, listen, I know this question's for nicotine, but I, I'm somehow, you know what? It's for nicotine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. We've, we've transcended the, <laughs> the need yes. for an in-person uh, event like that. Besides, it's not just Twitch. I don't, the premise is a little bit wrong. Like Twitch doesn't just have offices in San Francisco. They have offices all over the world. Um, yeah, true. So it, first of all, that second of all, I, I don't, nobody needs to go anywhere. Like that's a, uh, that's a little weird actually to, <laughs> to just show up uh, to go like confront security at a at a tech company where a lot of people are like working from home um i don't know i don't think that's necessary but i do yeah. think that uh but i do think that online organizing is extremely important mhm mm yeah for sure i think that's a good answer we're living in a in a in a world that is uh that is just tacitly like acknowledging a, a pandemic as as normal like we don't necessarily need to like group up in big groups in person like that's we have the internet for that <laughs> that is as i tell myself every friday every... night <laughs> <laughs> uh goblin games nz says how do we make so this is more about the the union how do we make a content creator union happen how do we prime the pump what do you think nicotine how do we uh, grease the wheels i don't know how to grease those wheels i'm not a i'm not a, a lawyer or anything but uh but i do think that a big you know, like form form formative step is stuff like this I think mm -hmm. a big formative step is this. I said it earlier that uh, anytime that there's a big controversy like this, the talk and the seriousness of of streamers dis discussing like what it would take to start a union gets like a little bit louder and like a little bit more serious. And that's uh, that is incredibly important. Like that's that's a big step. And mm -hmm. uh, and I'm I'm very happy for that. Cool. Yeah. And what about the last one, uh, Kira? Uh, the last one is from Beanie Gaby. Uh, Nicotine, how do you juggle being so bass and so iconic at the same time? Uh, I play violin. I don't know if you guys uh, have heard. I am uh, something of a pretty accomplished violinist. So I do recommend uh, doing something that you're bad at uh, <laughs> regularly. No, no, I'm, I'm very serious. I do recommend doing something that you are terrible at regularly because if you lose sight of the fact that you are just a, a, a biological uh sack of fluids and electric uh, electricity uh then you uh you, you fall victim to you know like believing your own farts right like mm -hmm. like if you if you if you begin to think that uh that your opinion is the only opinion that matters or that your uh your stance is the only one that can ever be right and that uh, everyone else is wrong. You you know it's it's very easy to fall into uh, you know to uh, some you know some pretty pretty dark territory. So I think it's important that people regularly do things that you are bad at. <laughs> True. And, and to try new things, find some hobbies that are like interesting to you and fun, things that you can talk about and discuss and like make friends over and like bond with people over like. Like, um, like, I don't know, like bowling, go bowling, play, pick up an instrument, like learn how to do a new skill, read a book. Like those things are so important. If you, if you, if you can't do those things anymore, then what's the point of like being a human being? You know, if you, if you're incapable of curiosity, like what's the point? 
true. I think that's, uh, yeah, I think that's actually really, really, really important. Like you've got to make sure that, yeah, whatever kind of like odd brain worms take over when you reach like a certain level of content creator, you got to keep those at bay. <laughs> like, you know, that I am right in everything that I do and I'm not going to listen to anyone. Like that's definitely like, yeah, something that- That is a, to... that is a, uh, that is a, an attitude I've seen picked up by so many content creators who have right. just absolutely, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just gone down in flames and it's, uh, and it's altogether way too common. You can almost set a clock to it. Like it's, uh, <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. So sure. yeah, uh, you know, keep yourself humble, do things you're bad at and don't be afraid of being bad at stuff. I love be afraid of like making mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. It's what part of being a human being. True. Very, very true. And very important. Well, that is the end of the questions Uh, and nicotine. Yeah. We have one last question for nicotine. Oh yeah. Go for it. Well, we assign homework to our chatters because our home, our little sweet chatters love to be told what to do. They're very obedient. They want tasks. They're bred for this. Um, so do you have any homework assignments that you could assign chatters to, you know, maybe action something we discussed today or something, you know, maybe they can go out and do something or go out and read something or talk to someone or whatever. Is there anything you'd like to assign our sweet little chatters to do this week? Yeah, absolutely. I want you to identify a uh, anti-trans piece of legislation. There are so many to choose from right now. Just pick one. And find uh, a, a politician involved in that and write them a letter. You don't have to write them a physical letter. You can write them an email. Mm-hmm. It's, it takes two minutes. Uh, it, it's extremely easy to do. And it's extremely important right now. And it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. Write them a letter. Um, make sure that you make your voice known uh, because uh, th- that's like so important right now. And if you are the kind of person who has been rallying against the the wizard game, and being like, I'm such a good ally because blah, blah, blah. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Find a trans person, support them, give them money, uh, give them nice comments. Just like support people in this world who, uh, who you know, exist as an act of resistance and, uh, and just, um, you know, just try to remember we're all people. That's a new, yeah, great answer. And we, you know, that is really easy homework for a lot of people who may have been paying attention at the start of the show. So there you go. Thank you so much, Nicotine. And is there anything else that you you think we've missed that you want, uh, want to just Or where can like, we find you too? Go out at, on, at the end of the stream? Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a Twitch ambassador. Uh, I'm like a Twitch creator here on, on twitch.tv slash Nicotine and I-K-A-T-I-N-E. I'm obviously not streaming at the moment uh, or uh, you know, soon. <laughs> but I encourage you to follow me here on Twitch. Uh, I also, um, I'm on Twitter a lot and uh, you can just go to nicotine.com for all of my links. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking by the time I do come back, I'm not sure exactly when that's going to be, but probably sometime in the next week or two, uh, unless Twitch puts out a statement that says when the thing is going to end, uh, mm-hmm. then I'm just going to start planning a, a charity event. So <sighs> yeah, Excellent. I think that I'll sounds... make a big deal about it when I come back. And it'll be a big charity event. And I have a, I'm I'm putting together some interesting ideas. I think it's gonna be cool. So follow me at nicotine.com. Fucking hell yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Pog. Pog. You heard you heard a chat. Wait, didn't read my question? I didn't see your question. I'm sorry. We don't have it logged, so it doesn't exist. That's the rule. Um, yeah, it was a question I was not gonna log, Vic. So yeah, there you go. Anyway, uh, okay. Um 
we are now at the end of the show um chat please 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 go and follow nicotine she's amazing uh she's a great content creator just in general It'll be well worth the wait to wait for it to come back on stream thank you so much for coming on today it's uh, an absolute pleasure i love you to bits i think you're amazing um yeah thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it i love you guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of red planet if you enjoyed the show leave a five-star review on apple podcasts and tell all your comrades about it you can find where to watch us live every sunday at redplanetshow.com follow the show on twitter and tiktok at red underscore planet underscore tv and there's even more at our patreon patreon.com slash red underscore planet our music is by jasper burned Red Planet is produced by Conrad Zimmerman in association with Mercenary Creative. See you next week. Nicotine, 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 nicotine